You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? Don't you blame the movies! Movies don't create psychos! Movies make psychos for creating! Look at me, Damien! It's all for you! The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. Look what you did to him! Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. Hey, welcome back to the one, the only, the classics, Rabbit and Red podcast. I'm Simone. I'm Riley. Hey, man, how's your weekend going so far? Before we dive in, let's break down everything you've been doing. All of it. Uh, well, yesterday I sat for five hours straight and watched the In Search of Darkness documentary. No, it was In Search of Tomorrow, right? In Search of Tomorrow, yeah, sorry. In Search of Tomorrow, the sci-fi documentary. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty good. Um, long, long sit, but uh, that was pretty good. And uh, I was supposed to go to the city today, but the endless winter here continues. Uh, we get we're supposed to get another forty centimeters of snow. It rained for two days, but then turned cold today, so it's all ice everywhere, heavy winds. That's terrible. So, yeah, yeah, I'm just no thanks. In the house. <laughs> you know, yesterday it was eighty-one degrees here, and then today it was like seventy-ish. But like last week, it snowed. It's so up. Midwest is something else, man. <laughs> like it is just all over the place. Whatever it wants to do. It'll it'll decide what season it is randomly. Well, yeah, that's like earlier last week. We had a day here that was like spring. It was like plus four, but then it just rained for two days straight, and yeah, then lot, it turned cold, rain. and it's uh, minus two right now. Yeah, so it's all ice. Yeah, we we've had a we we've had a lot of rain, a lot of wind. It's windy out there, but it's warm at least right now. This weekend has been interesting because what the the second round of the Evil Dead beta was this weekend on Xbox. I put a lot of time into that. Mm. Yeah, I, I maxed out my Henry the Red. Pretty big deal. Oh, nice. <sighs> All just for it to go away. Tonight. That doesn't carry over to the main game. Nope. Oh. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All that work for nothing. Um, but yeah, that that was that was fun. I can't wait for it to actually come out. And now it's only less than three weeks away. I know. 19. Yeah, it's, that's crazy. Yeah, it's weird. Actually, it stresses me out because I'm like, fuck, that means the fall camp blood's two weeks away. Shit. Oh, no. <laughs> that's not, like this week, uh, we're doing a lot of mastering on the audio and shit. And I'm like, that sounds terrible. I don't want to do any of that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's where I'm at. You're so close, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice, but it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I this what well, this weekend was going so great. It was just don't do nothing, play Evil Dead, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and randomly yesterday, like just sitting here, my back, you know, like you get like a Charlie horse, and you just kind of like sit there and wait for it to go away. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, you just sit there and wait for it to go away. That was what was happening in my right lat in my back, mm. and it just never went away. It was just <laughs> locked up for hours and hours, dude. I couldn't sleep. It was so fucking bad. There was no position that relieved it. And I'm like, this is stupid. I hate this. It's one of, I don't know. I mean, I've done, I've had so many injuries in my life. You know, I've, I've broken my neck. I, I've torn meniscus, uh, partially torn like uh, ACLs and broken arms and <laughs> fingers. Like, I've done I've, so much injuries over my sports career or just being stupid in life. Um <laughs> And this was like the worst thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> it was so <laughs> bad. Um, 
like two months ago, I tore my left lat. Hmm. And honestly, that felt better than this. But um, I finally was getting better. I was like ready to start lifting heavy again. And then the, I was playing with Sonny, actually, and I fucked up my right lat. I'm like, are you kidding me? And then it felt like it was gone. It was going away. And all of a sudden, it just smacked me in the face yesterday. Damn. Like, Jesus Christ. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do now. <laughs> um, I just got into like boxing too. I, I use like boxing for cardio, and that probably is what happened. I'd be willing to bet I threw a bad hook and I fucked up my lat, but I don't care. All right, I burned at least six calories in that punch. Huh, there you go. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that, that, that's that. Let's uh, let's actually talk about horror movies and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Episode twelve of the Rabbit and Red podcast. We're going to Manhattan for Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. Jason takes Manhattan. Bad Boy came out in nineteen eighty nine. Ooh, I was two years yeah. old. Yeah, oh, I was negative seven. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was written by Rob Hedden, also directed by Rob Hedden or Heaton. Is it Heaton? I don't remember on the documentary. I think it's Heaton. Uh, Heaton. Yeah, you should spell it differently. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, who cares? Yeah. yeah, come on. It was. Uh, it's also Victor Miller is credited as a writer, but you know, just based on characters. By yeah, don't be fooled. Uh. Victor Miller has not looked at this franchise in forty-two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until this lawsuit, Victor Miller did not look at this franchise in forty-two years. I'm telling you that right now. Um, I had no idea. No idea about it. Re- yeah. Say what? Jason went to Manhattan. What? I had no idea. Yeah, How did like, that happen? For like five minutes. <laughs> which, which, by the way, that, that's a great point just to start on. How the fuck did we get here? Like, if you think about this franchise, it started... Uh, Jason himself was just a little boy that drowned. Yep. Nothing more. And if it wasn't for some random twist ending that was thrown in there at the last second, this would have never happened. But even though it did happen, who would have thought we'd make it to Manhattan? Like, what? I mean, Manhattan, hell, and space. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It, I it's... mean, you go from this little summer camp murder, whodunit, to this unstoppable killer zombie in Manhattan, which is technically Vancouver for most of it, but... Yeah. One shot. But I mean, um, on paper, the concept's really cool. Like... We were the the franchise at this point was getting stale. Um, mm-hmm. They were kind of doing whatever they had to do to make it keep going, be unique, and that's how it, it started with part seven. Well, actually, it really started with part six, and they were like, "Okay, we're gonna be more meta. We're gonna be self aware and kind of make fun of these movies uh, while still making Jason the badass." Yeah. And then seven, okay, uh, all right, let's add telekinetic powers. Let's do Jason versus Carrie, and that didn't hit very well uh, critically, and in it's kind of come around. In the yeah. years, I would say, with the audience. A big but, problem was how it got gutted by the MPA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just torn apart. Uh, and that was a big problem in the 80s. And it's a lot of it because of slasher movies. So, yeah, um, yeah, they, they nerfed the hell out of part seven. Uh, and it's part eight also has a similar factor. But, I mean, we, there were literally some dope kills that were shot in part seven that were just cut to pieces. But, yeah, um, like uh, the head crush. Right, the, the head crush, uh, the sleeping bag was different, but Kane, that's what the one killer Kane's like, yeah, I'm kind of glad they fucked that one up. Yeah, I was going to say, I've heard Kane say he thinks the one is better than the 
the multiple swings. Yeah, which I guess we kind of confirm with Jason X, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, eh, it's not as exciting watching her get hit 20 times. <laughs> yeah. And making noise the whole time. Like oh, she's Jesus. alive and just fine. It's like not like one swing and being dead. Yeah. Wow. What a powerhouse. You know? Yep. Much more um, impactful. Yeah. And like the, but the weed eater kill, for example. Yeah. On like that one was torn to pieces. Cause that was way more graphic. And that's a shame. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So then again, like that movie kind of bombed. Uh, it was, it was critically shit on an audience shit on it too. And like I said, it's come around a little bit. There's a little bit more of a cult following now. Uh, I like part seven mainly. Yep. I mean, a lot of it has to do with Kane. So yeah. in the look of Jason in the look of Jason, right? It's 10 out of 10. Yep. Um, but then we go to part eight and this is the biggest budget in the franchise. Yet it made the least amount of money. I, I just didn't, I was saying this last night watching it. I was like, why would you, I don't even like, I know they want to shake it up, but on what is a Friday the 13th budget? even though this had the biggest budget, why would you think you could do New York? Like, why would you think you could do Madison Square Garden, Statue of Liberty, the the George Washington Bridge? Uh, like, because uh, the director, Rob, he, he wanted to, like, do all that. Right. And I was like, you really think that you can afford to do all that on a Friday budget? Dude, I, like, I thought about this a lot, and I feel like... I feel like they could have found a way to make it work, right? The same way they use Vancouver for like 90% of what is New York. They could have done that with like Madison Square Garden. Get an exterior establishing shot of Madison Square Garden. You see them run in, and then we just cut to like a generic stadium that let you rent it for way cheaper. Yeah. Like anything, dude. They could have done so much. My power just flickered. It is storming here, so if I go out, that's what happened. Um. Yeah, yeah, they could have cheated for places, uh, like you said. They could have made it work, though. They chose to spend the majority of the movie on a boat, anyway. So, yeah, it, it's it's not Jace takes Manhattan. It's Jason takes a cruise ship, or not even a cruise ship. It's like a low low quality cruise ship. Dude, um, this is like a point. Emma was talking about because you see the rooms that these students have on this boat. These are huge, huge rooms on this ship. And we looked up uh, a Disney cruise in a bedroom on a Disney cruise that's for like three people, and it's not that. It's super small. That's because they want to get a they want to get a lot more people on those Disney cruise ships, man. <laughs> I guess, but we were like, how do they have these like hotel sized rooms on this on this ship? I, where's the room it just the it doesn't make any sense if the rooms this all the rooms are this big like, well like the lazarus has this look that is not so much it looks like a work boat <laughs> yeah it looks like a it, container ship kind of yeah so i guess maybe it's like those are crew rooms uh they look nicer than that but they could be like a little bit bigger because those are people that literally are living on this bad boy could be so maybe that's the point, I guess. But it does. It, it's so minimal. I mean, it certainly doesn't look like something that's made for your luxury vacation. You yeah. know, from the outside, that is. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks like a piece of shit. <laughs> it looks like a fishing boat. Yeah, you never see it in one shot. Like the whole from stern to, you know, whatever the other end's called. Um, wow. 
Yeah, you never see it all in one shot in the movie because it's not as big as what they're uh, portraying it as in the movie. Yeah, yeah, you really only you see it. You see a good a good bit of the front. And it goes about probably halfway down. You kind of see like the you know the captain's captain's quarters and things like that. But yeah. that's about it. Yeah. I it certainly doesn't look. It looks like a fishing boat, bro. If you does. told me they were going out there and trying to hook up some shrimp, I'd believe you. <laughs> yeah, some bubblegum shrimp. Yeah, or like crab. They're out there. Uh, what's that show called? Oh, uh, uh, Deadliest Catch. Yeah, the, that's a Deadliest Catch boat right there. Yeah, king crab fishing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's what they're doing. <laughs> it adds up to me. Um. Yeah. I mean, let's let's go ahead and let's let's run our way through this thing. Uh. The movie starts off tremendous, let me just say. Okay. We, yeah. we peak in the first 30 seconds. Yeah, the uh, the opening narration is really good. I really like that. And I love the song, Darkest Side of the Night. Yeah, Darkest uh, Side of the Night by Metropolis, uh, which arguably is the best like original song in the franchise. Yeah. Arguably. You could, I mean, he's back probably takes yeah. the cake it's hard to deny alice cooper um his eyes by pseudo echo is another one that's like it's it's up there um but this song man it slaps it slaps no yeah. doubt about it that's uh that's what the kids say today oh yeah 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 it's a bop bro it's a bop <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm uh i'm gonna be the old man and say it's cool it's funny like slaps slaps is actually a really old saying and it just oh, came it? back. It it came back, but like slaps refers to like slapping the bass, oh, right? Okay. Like so, it, yeah. Like, see, I I saw it on Twitter. Uh, it might have been Wes or someone that said it. Like, oh, this song slaps. I'm like, I, I don't get it. What does that mean? <laughs> the song slapped you? What? And uh, I had to put in trash. I had to put in and like, okay, out of touch, old man. What does slap mean in this context? <laughs> They're like, it just means it's good. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. slapping the bass. Yeah. Uh, pretty common. It used to be used to be a big thing. Especially sounds with like, like blues and stuff. Sounds like something they would have said in like the fifties or the forties. Forties or 50s. Oh dude, fifty it's fifties sounds right. That yeah. yeah, that's a perfect fifties word. Yeah. Um uh, but yeah, so it that, is an awesome song. Yeah. My, my my favorite part though, so we're like what it is, you're getting like just like a montage of Times Square and New York streets and things to come. Yeah. Uh which it's just one giant cock tease that we won't see again in like 70 minutes. Uh, yeah. Cause it shows you the, the two crooks or like thugs in the alley. They mug a guy. Yeah. Um, so you see them later, the barrel. The, they... Oh yeah. The barrel. It shows the dudes with the, 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 but the boom bucks. Yeah. Yeah. You see them, but I wanted to point out that first of all, it's crazy how much things have changed just in this short time. I mean, I mean, it's 30 years. Don't get me wrong, but, Times Square just looks so much different. Mm. It awkwardly looks less crowded to me. I don't know. People forget Times Square used to be a dump. <laughs> like, yeah, Times like Square, like where, yeah, yeah, there used to be like a lot of murders in Times Square until uh, they threw some money at it. Um, yeah. I thought it was cool though because this movie's 1989. Perfect timing. The fucking Batman logo is chilling yeah. in Times Square. Yeah, you see that in the opening. The the 89 Batman logo is pretty cool. Yeah, then they have uh, the camel cigarettes ad, and I was like, "Yeah, that's not gonna be that. Can't even do that anymore." <laughs> no, no. There's a shit ton of product placement in that shot of uh, of uh, Times Square. 
which I gotta like. Do you have to pay for that? Like, you're featuring the iconic <laughs> Batman symbol in a Friday the Thirteenth movie. Like, yep, and Coca Cola, you... McDonald's, Kodak. Yeah, um, there's and they literally like they. <laughs> What's even funny about the Batman symbol is they literally fade in the title card. F thirteen part eight J takes Manhattan over top of the Batman symbol. <laughs> yeah, like what? Like you could you can do that? <laughs> I guess back in the eighties, maybe you could get away with that shit. Maybe it was a lot more loose with yeah, products showing up and things. I mean, if you tried to do that today, you'd probably you probably get sued. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Stephen King got away with showing having the Green Goblin in his uh, Maximum Overdrive movie. That's true. That's no true. Word. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. After the cool montage and the great song, uh, we cut to what is Camp Crystal Lake. Uh, I guess this is technically a direct sequel to Part Seven because Jason is in the bottom of the lake. I guess. Question: Like, I think Emma and I were trying to go through this last night, and anyone who's a fan of Friday Thirteenth knows the timeline makes no fucking sense in this movie but the first yeah, movie every time the first movie's in like 79 right like the events yeah. okay and then part two happens so it's 80 it's five years later so it's like 1985 right would be 84 84 and then two and three are the two two three the and four are all in the same weekend so yep and then part five jumps it's five it's five years later again okay so it's 1990 yeah, well, so, it's it's eighty nine. Yeah, eighty nine. Part, part yeah, yeah. five is an eighty nine. Right, right, right. Eighty nine, and then part six. Tommy's a grown man. Yeah, I, right. I don't know if it's ever confirmed. I think in the script it says ten years later. So now we're in ninety nine. Okay, so ninety nine, and then part seven. It, at the beginning, it shows Jason underwater when Tina's a little girl, and he's still there when she's seventeen. Oh, yeah. Part seven <laughs> is like, the one that breaks everything. Yeah, so now it's like 2007. <laughs> right. So <laughs> wherever the hell part eight takes place, it's well into the two, 2010s at least. Yeah. Um, okay, so the new blood says it takes place in 2001. Okay. But I don't, I don't get the logic behind that. Jason would wait in the lake many years, 10 years, in fact. And that's when we pick up with part seven. So part six takes place in 86. Oh, no, 91. 91. Uh, I thought it was like 10 years. Okay, so, all right. So, yeah, okay, that's the logic. I get it. So we go to 2000, uh, 2001 with New Blood. Hmm. And then wherever the hell part eight, because there's nothing in part eight that like connects that you could see like okay this is this much time has passed other than the fact that jason is more rotted away yeah this is kind of like a fan take on this and they admit that but their mm. their guess is that part eight takes place in 2002 so the, the like the next year i, I guess so <laughs> <laughs> okay cool uh, dude, this is so confusing. <laughs> Such a broken, uh, broken timeline. 
Yeah, it's after after part six, or even with part six, is when things get a little funky. Yeah. Because I'm reading another one that says part seven takes place in 1997, then part eight is 1998, and that's on like the fandom wiki. Mm. So, I don't know. Either way, it's not 1989. <laughs> uh, no. It's yeah. like the longest decade ever. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, we, we start off by seeing uh, characters whose name I don't even know. It's Susie. Susie. Got, and, got you good, Susie. Yeah, Susie. Is it Toby? I don't even know. I I don't know. I, Susie. Oh, Jim? I think it's Jim. Hmm. Eh, who actually cares? Um, yeah, we see them and they're in this cute little, uh, this, yeah, it's like a, a yacht, bro. He's yeah. in the, he's in the yacht club. I don't know how that happens. It's like graduating students who are staying at Crystal Lake and they just have a yacht. Let's <laughs> bring a yacht out there. And I thought they're all supposed to be staying together as a group, a group. Yeah, I don't, I don't really get that either because they, yeah, they're supposed to, it's supposed to be like one big uh, road, or not road trip, what, 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 clash God, trip, what's, what's trip. Yeah, it's a clash trip, yeah, yeah, uh, oh my God, wow. what is it called when you don't go to school, but instead going on a trip, field trip, field trip, what the <laughs> fuck? Does that not seem so obvious? I don't understand why it was not clicking in my brain. I, I trip, the trips, uh, trip at school, yes. but not at school, but not well, you're at school, but you're not at school. Teachers are there in the vicinity somewhere. <laughs> but yes, they're on a like supposed to be on like a field trip, a class trip uh, for the graduating class. So they're staying in the cabins of Crystal Lake. But this one couple got a fucking yacht. And why would you let a uh, Teenage boy and a teenage girl stay together on this yacht. <laughs> yeah, did they have permission? Were they out there with permission? Hey, we're going to go smash in the lake. <laughs> like, See you out there. Well, See you after, on the Lazarus. After this, like the the uncle, Charles, is like, oh, Susie and what's-his-nuts didn't show up. And then the other teacher's like, well, they probably just decided to explore each other. So it's like, well, I guess they don't care. Yeah, whatever. I mean... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, in the eighties, the thing is, we uh, my generation gets a lot of shit for being whores. Uh, fair <laughs> enough. Um, like, yeah, we show uh, a little bit more skin, a little more daring uh, in public videos. <laughs> but like, if you think about it, uh, I, I feel like there's a lot more. This is actually like, statistically true. Um, there are a lot more people like continuing to be virgins past adulthood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, every there's nothing to do in the '80s, man. <laughs> like you, you go out, you drink, you have sex. Yeah. You go and what do you do? Go play video games. What's gonna pass your time? I mean, or you're at the theater watching the newest slasher movie. Yeah, and that's gonna lead to sex. Like everything yeah. in the '80s is a pathway to sex. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Me, day. I have a pathway to my bedroom to play video games. Yeah. No naked women involved. <laughs> No, <laughs> not a one in sight. Not never. <laughs> <laughs> you got a female dog? She's not even allowed down here. Yeah, no one's allowed. <laughs> Absolutely not. Speaking of my dog, uh, I wanted to—I forgot to bring this up. I was bringing it up in the intro. My dog. I have these like this leather face pillow mm. uh, on my my chairs, my reading chairs in my office, and she's obsessed with the leather face pillow. Oh. Like last night, I locked her out because I she never wants to come down here. And she started beating the shit out of my door. 
like <laughs> like threw my welcome mat out of the way and was just beating the fuck out of my door. I'm like, oh my god, Jesus! I let her in. She jumps onto the chair and just lays down on Leatherface. It was the cutest goddamn thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh-huh. And I, that's what she's doing right now. She's sleeping on Leatherface right now. Hmm. It's adorable. Who'd have thought? <laughs> she's ignoring the Necronomicon. What does that say about the video games? Hmm? <laughs> oh, she's hmm? made her choice. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> um, but yeah, as Susie and whatever Jimbo, uh, yeah. as they're getting it on in their little fucking yacht club, we see that Jason, is, again, direct sequel to part seven because he is chilling there but, underneath the dock. I mean, he's But the dock didn't fall on him at the end of part seven, right? He I, was, I mean, we, he's ripped through it. He's ripped through it, but I don't know. And would have been cool if we just saw Tina's dad just laying on top of him. <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool. Like what they did in Roseblood. Right. They did the hand holding him. Yeah, but Good instead boy. he's underneath the dock and magically sitting on top of a, an Huge electric power line. Power line? When did they put that in? Yeah, right. I, it's <laughs> funny because that, that was probably put in after the fact. They just let him work the line underneath Jason. Like, oh, hey, we got a body here. Yeah, just work just underneath work it. That's fine. <laughs> We'll work yeah, around it. No just, problem. Just lift his leg. Oh, there yeah. you go. <laughs> Should we just move to the side of him? No, no, no. We got to make sure we get oh. it underneath there. <laughs> Must go directly under him for reasons. <laughs> which, which, by the way, I think there is it, legally, I think you, they have to bury that line. Like, you, you I can't just leave so. an open power line in a fucking public <laughs> lake. Like, anyone can swim down there. It's not like it's that deep. Your anchor's hitting there, no problem. Yeah, hooking on the power line. Or like an animal. And that's, a, or that's why, line. dude. It's a fucking public lake. So if you hook an anchor onto it, this won't happen. <laughs> Dumbass. Jesus. Yeah. This makes but, no uh, sense. Yeah. But whatever. Rob Heaton decided, hey, we're going to bring Jason back via electricity again. Good. Yep. Don't, don't fix what's not broken. Uh, so we Frankenstein him back to life. Things start bubbling and gooey, oh. slimy ass Jason. Okay, uh, question about this. Yeah. First, um, backtrack a bit. When Jim is telling Susie about Jason, she ha- again, somebody who lives in the fucking town has no idea about the murders and killing going on. Why is this a trend? This is like a, a consistent problem. That I have noticed in a few different horror movies now. See, it's like this is this is something we wrote into the fall camp blood on purpose, right? <laughs> one, only one character in the movie actually had a cabin at Crystal Lake, which is nice. But even then, and like you, you've seen the campfire scene, yeah. Even they, they know about Jason. They just yeah. don't know the actual story of like Tommy and stuff. Yeah, but they know Jason. Everybody should know who Jason is. Like, right. and I was it's thinking, the same way we know about fucking Ted Bundy, bro. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Like serial killers are, are big. <laughs> I, I don't tell you, they're pretty well known. And like, I was thinking, well, okay, maybe she moved to the town, but she's graduating. She's been there long enough to like go to school and graduate there with this class. I'm like, surely to fucking god, somebody would have told her. Like, yeah, fill her in. You are literally laying. Uh, you're above his body right now <laughs> like jesus but nope she has no idea and uh and then yeah like he jim actually when uh the anchor hits jason she's like did you hear something so he gets up to go check and he puts on a would, hockey would you, mask hey, by the way would you go check 
No. You're, you're in a lake. It's fine. <laughs> you're in the middle of a goddamn lake. Does someone swim out there to fuck with you? <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I get it. Jason's in this movie. But, like, really? Would you go check? I wouldn't go check. Oh, yeah, that's no. called the wind. That's called the waves hitting our side of our boat. I, yeah. Like, I don't know. The anchor is, like, moving. The chain of the anchor is moving in the water. How like. are you going to? What'd you hear? You heard the anchor hit the power <laughs> line underneath the water? Like 20 feet down? You What'd heard you that? What'd you hear that loon out there? <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. I don't get it. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> fucking link. They're ducks. They live in the fucking link. Especially because you're you're talking summer New Jersey camp. Yeah. The crickets would be so goddamn loud. You wouldn't hear shit anyway. Yeah. Uh, now, the other thing that I was going to mention is with Jason. You see this boat, right? Like you see it, the whole thing in one shot. The railing to get that Jason grabs onto is up. It's a ways up. If you're in the water, you can't grab that, that railing. There's no ladder. There's no nothing. You can't grab it. So from the side that Jason grabs the, cause yeah, Jason gets electrocuted, wakes up and grabs the, the side of the boat. How? Well, How? okay. I benefit of the doubt. Jason's God tier. Okay. So what he did is he swam back down. And he vertical jumped out of the, he he fucking uh, he Bo Jacksoned out of that thing, just flew right up there. Well, we do see. I'm looking at it right now. Um, we do see that the anchor chain is hooked to the front, okay. so he he could technically climb up the chain and then grab the side of the boat, then grab the rail. So he could do it, but it would be really stupid to watch Jason do it. It would be, um, <laughs> but yeah, that. I was just looking at that and I was like, there is no fucking way he, he did that. Um, but it's funny. Cause this is like the first time you see the, the two mistakes when Kane grabs the railing with his left hand, you can see his pinky. Yeah. And his, I believe on the same hand, you can see his bare thumb. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, you, yeah. you see it a couple times in the movie that his pinky and his thumb on that hand are, have no makeup. They're just there. <laughs> yeah. If only, well, first of all, why did they just fix the gloves? I don't know because it's right in camera. Like, there's no way someone didn't see it. Well, I, I guess there is, but oh, I don't know, man. They looked that <laughs> shot a hundred times before this movie came out. <laughs> yeah. And like, the thing is, anybody could be those hands. They could have gone and fixed that easily, but whatever. Yeah. They didn't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Friday the 13th right. Party. We don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's what it should be called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't care. We stopped caring three sequels ago, baby. Yeah, and uh, so uh, the boyfriend, like, he does get up and check the noise, and not even he's not even gone a minute, and Susie's like, Jim, Jim, Jim. It's like, holy God, lady. Like, So <laughs> she puts on a shirt, and uh, we we... She uh, goes up to check. He jumps in with a hockey mask on and a retractable bladed knife. Which, Fit. why did he have that? B both those things pissed me off. The hockey mask for one. Why did he have it? And why do you have a retractable knife on this boat? He was planning this? I, this whole scare? I think so, yeah. He was planning it. Um, That's stupid. <laughs> and uh and then he like Susie's up he's like got you good Susie and then yeah. they're walking to bed he's like all right I'm a major ass and they get back into bed and um Jason walks in grabs the hockey mask and my first thought was 
Jason saying, oh, thank God someone brought one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How convenient. Yeah. So he uh, he puts on the mask and Susie and Jim are, you know, start making out and, you know, doing their thing. Jason comes down the steps and we get our full look at Jason with his uh, black, straight black pants, boots and shirt and his very slimy, wet, gross look in this movie. Yeah. Which Which I I don't honestly, I don't mind it. Like, it's not part seven, but Mm. I and it looks pretty cool. I used to hate it. Like, I used to think it was just boring. I used to hate the mask a lot. The yellow. I, I love that. That's my, my I don't like it in the movie. Right. Like in in uh, in practice, like I would much rather prefer the look of like part four. Right. Yeah. Um, but like when I have all my hockey masks like on display, I love my part eight hockey mask. Like it's one of my favorite. I just look how big it is. I don't know. <laughs> I like that's, the shape of it a lot. That's like me, because when I when I got my part eight hawk, um, I actually liked it a lot more. And now when I watch the movie, I'm like, hey, you know what? It grew on me. I, I like yeah. this look. Um and Jason, he grabs a harpoon gun. Is that yeah. what that is? Yeah. And uh, Susie sees him. She's like, Jason? While Jim is kissing her. And he's kind of like confused. <laughs> she's calling out the name Jason. And um, they both spin around. They see Jason. Jason shoots the harpoon gun. Misses. But, by the way, to this day, that pisses me off. <laughs> Why did he miss? I don't know. What a piece of trash. I mean, he does have uh, one really bad eye and a hockey mask on, but. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyone that misses that shot in real life from 10 feet away. <laughs> imagine trying to fish. He ain't going to fish anything. <laughs> yeah. Missing the water and just hitting the beach. Yeah. Um, yeah. So And Susie, she's the, she gets the fuck out of there. She's gone. She's yeah. go- See you, Jimbo. <laughs> <Yeah>. Jim, <laughs> on the other hand, is frozen in fear. Can't move. Uh, Jason stabs him in the gut with the harpoon gun. Uh, yeah, with the actual gun itself and not a arrow slash harpoon. Yeah, does a little uh, Michael Myers part four there. Yeah, basically. And uh, pulls it out and like holds it up. You see the blood. Jim like moves a curtain on the window and there's sliding his hands across the window as he dies. He like sees Susie run by and Jason comes up, walks us around. Which, but hold on, real quick on this, him walking around. Mm. This is your, you get a really good look at what is peak Kate Hodder. Like, shredded beyond belief. Of course, like the outfit doesn't do him much justice, but this is like peak, probably on steroids, Kane Hodder. <laughs> Big fucking chest and shoulders. Just, I can just see it. He's so jacked here. With no legs, no offense. But he, like, his chest <laughs> and his shoulders are so damn big in this movie. I'm like, yeah, that's that's nice. Good for you, man. <laughs> does, Jason does look really good in that shot uh, as he's, yeah. like, walking. So, yeah, I believe he's it. He's a beast in this movie. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he walks over to this little, like, uh, storage thing, like, hole in the boat. Opens it up, and she's just in there. And then he just takes the harpoon and slowly leans down to her. And she just screams no. She doesn't move. She doesn't try to fight back. She just screams. And he's like slowly going down. Eventually stabs the harpoon into her body. And she dies. And Jason just shuts the shuts the lid. And we cut to the dock the next day. Uh, away from the camp. Now we're at the Lazarus. 
as the students and everyone are making their way on board. Question though, that Crystal Lake was all lit up. There were people there. What did Jason do the rest of the night? They hung out, man. <laughs> Why didn't he kill everybody there? Yeah, he probably should have killed the entire class before they ever even got to the Lazarus, but eh. this is like things that just no like no, we, he didn't. We can't have yeah, that happen. They, an easy fix. An easy fix. That shot where he's looking down in the hole, have the the dawn sun hitting him. He looks over at the sun. We see the sun rising over the trees and boom. Then you hard cut to Lazarus and problem solved. We have yeah. no question on what he did the rest of the night. Yeah. Cause he just like, he went into the woods and hid cause he didn't want to yeah. be out in the day. Yeah. Instead, we just judge Susie and Jimbo for staying up all night when they know they have to get up early for the Lazarus the next morning. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Which may, it makes more sense than trying to fill in like eight hours of time where Jason did nothing. Yeah, true. Yeah, and apparently he was in the water the whole time because when we see him get on the Lazarus, he jumps onto the chain and, you know. So he drove the boat there, right? Because we see the boat that Susie and them are on coming in, like coming toward the dock, coming toward the Lazarus. I don't know. It, <laughs> he had to have drove it there. So Jason knows how to drive a small yacht boat, I guess. Yeah, I I don't know if it's supposed to be like the same. It doesn't make sense no matter how you think about it because what Camp Crystal Lake suddenly connects to the Atlantic Ocean now. I Yeah, that that's that's the other big thing about this movie. How the fuck did you get from a lake in New Jersey to the Atlantic Ocean? Yeah. And like it, Rob Heaton, the director, is like, well, I've seen lakes that connect to the ocean before. So, you know, it made sense. It makes sense if Camp Crystal Lake connects to a river <laughs> that goes into the ocean. I don't do, But either way, you still have to be like, okay, Jason then did drop. <sighs> okay. So many fucking problems with that. There's no fixing <laughs> this problem. Okay, fine. We'll buy in. Camp Crystal Lake next to a river that that goes out to the Atlantic Ocean. Okay, so Jason then made a choice. Someone who's never left Camp Crystal Lake except for Alice in Part 2. We don't talk about that. He's never left Camp Crystal Lake. He's always been prowling this territory. This is home. Anyone that comes in dies. Yeah. He made a choice, even though people were at the camp, in the cabin. <laughs> he made a choice to get in the boat, drive that thing into the Atlantic Ocean, conveniently find the same fucking ship that the two people he killed were going to get on the next morning and decide to go kill the rest of them because he heard their conversation, I guess. <laughs> like, go yeah. ahead. Try to fucking make sense out of it, Rob Heaton. It doesn't make any sense. It's like, I, I, Jason Takes Manhattan is already a bullshit concept. The yeah. whole concept is already nonsense, so you kind of had to buy into it anyway. But I could have thought of something better than that. Like, just something that, at the very least, something that makes more sense to get him on the boat. Like, anything. I think there, yeah, there's a million different ways they could have done it. Because, yeah, why doesn't he kill everybody at the camp? That's the biggest question. Like, Jason wouldn't ignore them. He sees the camp is lit up. He would start stalking. And, like, even if he didn't get everyone that night, he would kill some of them. And then, yeah, you're right. He's like... Well, they're all leaving. I guess he must have heard the students the next morning saying, like, oh, I can't wait to go get on the boat at this specific dock, leaving at this specific time. <laughs> to go to 
in New York. Well, even that doesn't make sense. Like, what? So it was the rest of the class staying at Camp Crystal Lake? It had to have been, I guess. So they decided to stay at the camp and then drive all the way to the Atlantic Ocean the next morning? I I don't understand. Why not stay in, like, a fucking hotel next to where the boat is? Yeah. Why would you stay at Camp Crystal Lake when you know the stories? Unless yeah, these people just open? don't know. Right. Yeah, why is it even open? And then the dock that Jason, quote-unquote, dies on uh, is not really a public dock. Like, it's not a public cabin that's, like, up for rental. It was somebody's home. Yeah, there were two big houses where he was when he uh, when he died. But, of course, like, did he, did he, like, drift downstream to the camp? Because, I mean... Or those houses just what on the stream? other it's side. What stream? It's a fucking lake. Well, yeah, lake, lake. I don't know, like, because in part seven, there's two big houses there, and one blew up, and but then in part eight, it's it's Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah, and it's cabin. It's normal. Cabin. Same with like part four. Like part four made sense because they were they just happened to have homes that were isolated near Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah, like that. That's exactly what part seven was too. It was two houses that were near the lake, like. Jason really, he dies in the same lake, but completely across from the camp. Yeah, but in this one, he's directly in front of the camp. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the movie, the timeline already doesn't make sense, but they were just like, we're going to ignore everything. The only thing we're going to do to reference part seven is the dock itself and him being chained to the bottom, kind of. Like, he's got a bunch of shit on top of him, and that's it. Yep, pretty much. Other than that, never happened. (laughs) Yeah. And then, yeah, and then there's just the whole thing of Jason driving the boat. And it is the same boat because, like, you see blood on the windows. And how, what, how did he do that? Why would he do that? That's a big question. Why would he do it? Why wouldn't he just stay at the camp? Because even when he went, uh, in part two, even when he left to go kill Alice, it's because he was going to kill the person that killed his mother. And she was apparently in the town. (laughs) <laughs> crystal lake so it, that's that's bullshit too we don't even like, we don't talk about that okay well <laughs> we don't talk about the scene Forget it didn't happen <laughs> okay but like yeah it's just it makes no sense why he would go there and get on this ship with these students and go because the dock where the ship is is not the fucking lake because it's a fucking lake like so yeah dude you can even like see there's a lot of shots of like looking past the boat looking mm. to this night um you, you <laughs> see a lot of shots that are like it's clearly an open open area it's not doesn't necessarily look like the atlantic ocean but it's certainly not camp crystal lake there's like mountains and shit back there and it's <laughs> um yeah i mean it's a huge body of water wherever they are so <sighs> yeah big difference in what we just saw at camp crystal lake the night before on their little cute little yacht yep but um, yeah so jason drives that yacht there gets off that Gets in the water, comes up and grabs, I guess, the anchor chain. Is that where he's at? Sure. Um, <laughs> Whatever. So it's like, okay. And then, uh, so we see Rennie get driven there by Miss, the teacher, Va- Van Deuce, Van Deuce, Colleen. Her name's Colleen. Uh, she brings Rennie and Toby because... Uh, Rennie thought, hey, I'll bring my dog along on this cruise. She has problems. Yeah. And 
Colleen, the teacher, gives her a pen. She's like, oh, Stephen King supposedly used it in high school. Like, ah, okay. And, uh, you know, which, by the way, can I get that? <laughs> yeah. Like, how Jesus. the fuck did you get it? <laughs> yeah. Come on. I want that. Um, so much money now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she tells her, like, oh, you're a gifted writer. You know, anyone can make use of that to you. And so they they get out. And Rennie is standing right there, right behind Colleen. Like, you could see her. As they walk up, Colleen talks to the uncle, uh, Charles. And uh, she's like, hey, or hi. And he says, you know, this cruise was your idea. At least you could do is show up on time. And we're like, okay, he's the asshole of the movie. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Thanks, and, Chuck. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he says, like, oh, Susie and Jim have shown up. She's like, well, they probably decide to explore each other. He's like, oh, well, that's nice. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, uh, like, I, he's so douchey about this. But then we get, like, a montage of, like, things happening and establishing here's some classmates. And they're all, they're doing some fun shit on this boat. They're yeah, playing they're, shuffleboard. They're skeet I mean, shooting. that's a blast. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're downstairs. This is the dumb one to me. They're downstairs throwing a fucking disco party at like eight <laughs> o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I, I see, I'm like, wait, what are you guys doing? Like right now? This is the time. This is the time we're gonna have a little disco party. Okay, cool. Party and never a, stops. A, as we see in the movie, it goes on for hours. <laughs> it does because we have a death down there. Yeah, they're also uh is it's called skeet shooting, right? Like they yeah, have, they're skeet shooting with yeah. a shotgun off the back <laughs> of the ship. <laughs> Live ammunition, everything, you know. Yeah. It's hilarious that that's happening. Uh, yeah. and then they're throwing all this like confetti and shit into the water. I'm like, okay, motherfuckers, who's gonna pick that up? <laughs> it was the 80s. <laughs> hey, you selfish bastards. Now my generation's paying for it. <laughs> Global warming right now. The fish are dying on that confetti, you motherfuckers. They're choking on it to this day. You're the reason my winter won't end. <laughs> You're the reason I can't catch any fish anymore. <laughs> Fuck. I'm glad you all died. <laughs> well, what a class trip, though. Looks like a blast. I wish I could go. It does look a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I love to play shuffleboard. I see that scene uh, watching it again. I'm like, oh my god, I want to play some fucking shuffleboard. That was I, like so much fun. I've never I'm gonna played find a place that has shuffleboard. Yeah. <sighs> I might get shuffleboard in my yard. I'm gonna look that up. There Amazon? Go. What do you got, Amazon? <laughs> oh, there you go. There's your your, your summer project. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna build my own shuffleboard court. Yeah. All right, so we can get one of those fancy like ones where they had the little ones, you know, like the fancy ones that go in the bars and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, those are like seven hundred bucks, so I think I'm out on that one. Uh, you can build one. <sighs> you try so hard and you get so far, but you build one. I'm done building shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a year off. So uh, Colleen, like I said, Colleen is talking to Charles this whole time. And she's like, oh, and Charles is standing in front of her, looking directly behind her. And she's like, oh, there's someone else coming too. And the camera pans over maybe an inch. And Rennie is standing right there with Toby. And he's, but Charles is like shocked that she's there. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Dude. Where did you come from? <laughs> Dude, you watched them drive in. You watched her get out of the car. You saw, like, you're looking that direction. How fucking blind are you? <laughs> yeah, and then she comes on and she gets on the boat. And Charles is like, well, why'd you bring her here? I'm the only one who knows what's good for her. And yeah, uh, the class trip certainly is not good for her. I'll tell you that much. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then I get what his whole reasoning behind not wanting her to be on the trip is because she has a fear of water. Yeah, pretty much. What that's fucking stupid. <laughs> what an ignorant thing to do. Like, if she wants to go, if she feels comfortable getting on the boat because she's not afraid to drown anymore, then let her go on the fucking boat. Yeah, like what's gonna you... happen? She's gonna fall over, and we're gonna save her. That which happens. I understand that. And he's, oh, I told you so. I told you she shouldn't be on the boat. <laughs> like, well, Jesus Christ, maybe we should have a little more safety out here. Yeah, honestly, but she's we fine. Were... Yeah, it's like she is fine the whole time, and like him worrying about that. It's before that happens. It's like, are, why are you so worried? Are you is the boat gonna sink? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the boat does sink, but you didn't know <laughs> that. <laughs> they should have hit an iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> it's I an iceberg from New Jersey. Don't you like we've seen this before? Yeah. <laughs> I know how this ends. <laughs> Where's yeah, the no, it's stupid that, that he makes such a big deal. Like, I, Especially because he's the one that created the trauma. I mean, I understand that Jason, who looks like a normal young boy, grabs her and pulls her down to the bottom of the lake and shit. And yeah. that's where her fear comes from. But, like, you did it, bro. You yeah, threw her in there. Her in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what she I know what's best for her. Trust me. <laughs> she should never be near water. <laughs> I probably tried. pushed her in once. Almost Trust drowned. me. I tried to drown her once. Didn't go well. Yeah. I love, I love that scene. I know it's later on. But he's like, swim, Rennie, swim. Doesn't tell her how. Just just swim. Like, doesn't I mean, tell her. To figure it out. <laughs> like, you figure it out or you die. Yeah. <laughs> it's up to you. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Have fun. Yeah, tacos for dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tacos for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yep, perfect. Uh, but yeah, she gets on there. Colleen and Richard, they bat like they just yell at each other back and forth. He's like, "This is the end of conversation." She's like, "No, I think it's just the beginning. No, it's the end. We never come back to it." <laughs> yep, nope, that's it. Have fun. <laughs> uh, then um, I think we cut to Sean, don't we? Up yeah, Sean dad. is staring at a couple making out. Like this is our literally that's our, your first time we see Sean. He's sitting there watching a couple make out on the boat, and he's like, "Oh, I'm such a virgin." <laughs> is that is that the first time we see him, or is the first time he's oh. with his friend with his dad? Oh yeah, we, yeah, we see him with his dad. That's right. Yeah. That's right. He's standing yeah. up there, and his dad's like, "Oh, I'm gonna, you know, relinquish command to my son. Let him do our uh, plan for departure." And he gives him this like this case with this old. He's like Saxton. Is that what it's called? Sure. Uh, I don't know. He goes like, <laughs> I used that Saxon when I was your age. Now you got those goddamn computers to do it all for you. This great big brick of a computer. <laughs> and uh, so Sean goes through the motions, like trying to, he's like, ah, oh, we'll go around 145 degrees. And his dad's like, why aren't you forgetting something? He goes on. His dad's like, send out the maritime signal and warn other ships get, are underway. Yeah, he like gets mad. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Damn it, son. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and so Sean storms off and. His dad's like, oh, <laughs> his friend is just left there holding the thing. Uh, yeah. And I, um, I guess really the only reason for that moment. Um, okay. We established a little bit of tension between Sean and his dad, but whatever. doesn't go anywhere. No, I guess he he's the one that can take over the boat and get him out of the situation. Like That's really it. Like, yeah. Which all he does then is just get them back on course. Yeah. And. Well, that's it because the the boat sinks. So. I feel like anybody could have done that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, turn the wheel left. Got it. <laughs> Boom! We're back on course. Okay, we're good See to go. That? See you guys later. Yeah. 
but then um I think then we see uh JJ and uh what's his nuts there? The fucking Dwayne. Dwayne, yeah. They're just like uh they're jamming out and we see Wade is the the uh the film geek student guy and he's filming JJ and uh he mentions that or JJ's like, Oh, there's this big power room downstairs we should find Jay's Dwayne Dwayne's like, Well yeah, I gotta get some shockumentary footage first for uh Tara, is that her name? The blonde? Yeah, um it's yeah, uh, Tamara. Tamara. And Tamara. You never know these days. Tamara, it's Tamara, yeah. And um so then I think we see Sean on the talking to or watching the couple make out and being all yeah, sad. And we see that he has a little bit of a, a relationship with uh with Rennie. Question. Cause he's like he's surprised to see Rennie, right? Like he is surprised. He's like because he even says Oh, Rennie, I heard you weren't coming. Yet, he has a gift ready to give her. That's true. <laughs> he, he, he thought she wasn't coming. So why is he, why is he, why do you have this present ready, ready it, to give her? It was, it was actually for the girl that was making out the guy at the end of the boat. <laughs> well, that's why he was sad. Dude, like, honestly, oh. honestly, that could have been a subplot there that. Own, if you were looking, you could have picked up on. Because why is he just staring at them making out? <laughs> I don't know. He, he likes it is to watch. fucking weird, dude. Like it is weird that he is just standing there, dead still, <laughs> locked <laughs> onto them. Drool coming out of his mouth. <laughs> so maybe, maybe that's what happened. He was jealous uh, because he was going to give her the that necklace, but she decided to smash another dude. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We are, we are finding some thick writing here. I mean, this is in-depth stuff. Yeah, Rob Heaton was no joke, bro. It was deep, man. You really got to look for the meaning yeah. of Friday 13th, part 8. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I never thought about it, but yeah, it is weird. He's just standing there watching them and like... And then, yeah, and then like they even take the time because we start on the couple, right? They yeah. were watching them make out and then we pull back. To reveal Sean, we come over his shoulder and reveal Sean staring, staring at, at them. them. <laughs> it's like it's a big moment. Like they, the thing is, they had a real conversation about it. Like you, you can't sleep on these things because the director of photography and Rob Heaton were having a conversation. Like, okay, we're doing this next setup. This has to be done this way. We just start in this couple, and then we're going to solely, you know, track out and reveal Sean staring at them. Like there had to be some sort of motivation behind that shot. I- I guess he's just lonely or he likes Sean's a piece. Yeah, I think that's the point. I think it's like, oh, like I said, virgin boy. He's yeah. so upset. He can't get what he, that he wants to make out the girl, too. <laughs> but like, yeah, stupid. Or he likes to know. watch, you know, one or the other. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're finding his fetishes as we go. <laughs> yeah. And, but yeah, like he has his fucking necklace ready to go to give to her, even though he says, oh, I heard you weren't coming. Maybe it would have made more sense if we were already in New York, you know, yeah. um, like had he brought a necklace back for her because she couldn't go. That would make sense to me. But he already has it before they go to New York. And yeah. Yeah. I guess lucky she showed up. Yeah. I don't, what was his plan? What was his plan before that? 
carry this necklace around with him, hoping he sees some girl who's like, oh, she looks lonely. Dude, I'm like rewatching this shot of Sean staring at this couple. I'm just trying to I'm trying to put my director brain on and it, it is so weird. It is such a weird shot that first of all, I feel bad for that couple that just had to awkwardly stand there over and over again and pretend they like each other. But yeah. then he like looks off. He looks off to his right, and he's just kind of like looking at the sky. And I can't tell if it's like ah, young love, or it's like <laughs> I fucking hate this. <laughs> he's the actor's probably like, this makes no fucking sense. This makes my character look so weird. Yeah, I want to hear Rob Heen's direction on that. I want to read the script. I want to see how it's written, and I want to. I would love to see a clip of him directing this guy, um, <laughs> and just seeing how it goes. Like, okay, you. You're in a big moment here, Scott. <laughs> Scott Reeves, who plays Sean. He's like, you're in a big moment here, okay? You you need to show it in your face. No words. Look at the sky. Look at the heavens. Ask God why. Why is that not you? <laughs> okay, just uh, show all that on your face. And then yeah. you're going to hear Rennie's voice, and you're going to be so happy. You're going to be so relieved. Because now you, you too, uh, your prayers have been <laughs> answered. You can make out too. <laughs> like, all that in one motion. Go. And action. Yeah. Oh, and Sean, make sure your character gives her the necklace that you have, even though you <laughs> knew thought she wasn't coming. <sighs> By the way, is Rennie's shirt inside out this whole movie? That's another thing that I was trying to focus on it last time uh, I watched it. Like, she's got this little pattern on her neck, mm. and it's like white stitching, I think, but it kind of looks like it's inside out. It looks like the emboss on it is going the wrong way. Oh. And I'm like, eh, wouldn't surprise me. 80s style i don't know who knows could be yeah whatever <laughs> moving on beyond uh, sean being a fucking pervert um <laughs> we get a little bit of a showdown between uh rennie and charles after we see J- jason's on the boat now we see all that and he followed jj into the boiler room area yeah yeah and then we cut to rennie and and uncle charles yeah and uh because he, he comes up and he says, like, oh, you don't need to be here if Miss Van Dien knew how afraid you were. She didn't push me into this. <laughs> right. And uh, Dwayne's recording them, right? Yeah. First of all, it's Wayne. Don't give this guy too Wayne, much credit. Right. He's not a Dwayne. He's not Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Wayne. <All right>. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wish I. When did. Uh, when did um, Wayne's World come out? 1992. Damn, because he looks like so much like Wayne. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe that was an intentional reference, but I guess not. Unless Wayne's World is referencing Part Eight. I hope so. <gasps> I hope so. Um, but yeah, this is just more. Yeah, the conversation. He's a douchebag, and we get that. He's trying to push her <laughs> off this. That she shouldn't be there for like really no reason. But then he grabs her face, all very seductively, Cre- creepy. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, okay, old man. Well, you did a lot more than drown her, I think. <laughs> settle, <laughs> settle. <laughs> but put it, put it down. I mean, it's it's nineteen eighty, but settle. <laughs> yeah, it's so so weird, dude. Yeah, it is weird. Um, we he see... won't even sleep. It's it's especially weird because he won't even like sleep with the student. He won't have. He won't get it on with Tamara. Yeah, like, he makes a point to get all pissed off about it, but then he's awkwardly touching his fucking niece. It's like, all right, buddy. Take it easy. Apparently only has eyes for one girl on this ship. Oh. <laughs> Good for you, Charles. 
<laughs> he loyal, but loyal in all the wrong ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he, and he didn't want. Her, that's the real reason he didn't want her there. But hey, dig deep into Rob Heaton's writing. Okay, this yeah. guy's a fucking genius. <laughs> dig deep into it. He didn't want her there because he couldn't handle his perverted self. Yeah. That's what happens. He urges. knew that he would act on his urges <laughs> if she was on this ship in the middle of the water. The middle oh. of the ocean. Nobody can find us here. If she's here, I can't stop myself. <laughs> it's too easy. <laughs> God, Rob Heaton, you son of a bitch. That's great writing. <laughs> God damn it. You <sighs> have to change it from damn it, Adam Marcus. To damn it, Rob Heaton. <laughs> No, no, Rob Heaton's a genius, okay? <laughs> Adam Marcus just overlooked things. Rob Heaton overthought all of it, okay? <laughs> the guy gets it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're seeing it <laughs> all these years later. Yeah, it took 34, 33 years, 33 years, but we got you. God, what a genius. <laughs> should, I, I'm going to reach out to Rob Heaton and just ask him all these questions. <laughs> Charles so much more worse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah, then yeah. we cut uh, to JJ. She's back in the boiler room, playing by herself, not connected. She, it's weird that she's carrying this amplifier everywhere. Yeah. Uh, just having a fun time. Because before, at least it was music video related, her being fucking weird like this. Yeah. You know? Now she's just, she's just playing, which is cool. It's I mean, have fun. Jamming but out. Did you have to do it in the boiler room? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. She's like, because she does say, Wade, uh, this place is aching for a video. Or she says, this place is aching for a video. Wade, you're an asshole. Yeah, and, and she's just uh, she's just sitting there waiting for him. Like, yeah, and she starts jamming out, and we see Jason uh, starts walking down this stairwell. I was thinking this must have been a pain in the ass for Kane because this stairwell he's walking down, at least the way they shot it, looks super fucking steep, and he's yes. got to walk down this with a hood on and a hawk, hockey mask on, and he can't yeah. he can't use the railing because it's Jason. Jason doesn't use the railing, so like. I can just imagine how difficult that must have been to like not fall on your on your face going down that steep stairwell. Yeah, it's steep and it's thin, you know. Yeah, and he's a big dude, so yeah, and he's wet, so like he has to be wet all the time. He never. I don't, even, I don't think he's actually like wet in the movie. They're using a um, God, I forgot what that shit's called, but it's almost like a like a silicone type of substance, mm-hmm. so it just looks very glisteny. But he's not actually wet, at least for okay. the most part. They might like yeah. spray bottle him sometimes, but probably he does have like... a lot of slime on him. In this yeah, um, but yeah, like that. So I just noticed that last night. That staircase, like that, looked like a pain. And of course, uh, this movie introduces Jason's teleporting abilities because JJ yeah. sees him. Jason's not even fully down the staircase. He's about midway. JJ turns, sees him, screams, runs around, runs down a whole other stairwell. Jason's already there mid-swing with the fucking guitar. Yeah, like, we see her set the guitar down. She runs down a single staircase. We see her go down one. Just one. And then we cut. And Jason's there with the guitar. Yep. Even though behind Jason is just a metal floor. Because, like, it's stairwell, floor, and then you go straight and turn. There's another stairwell. But somehow, Jason, being mid, he was he was only at the midpoint of that staircase, got from there, in front of her, down to the next level, and, and has the guitar, and then kills her with it. Yeah. 
And like, not, he didn't even have time to grab the guitar, much less grab it and get in front of her. Yeah. So yeah, he teleported. Yeah, he, <laughs> he morphed to that bitch. Yeah, Jason, uh, he morphs or teleports quite a bit in this movie. Um, there are places or things like where he is, especially uh, in that disco room kill later on. Oh, yeah. yeah. It makes no fucking sense <laughs> what he's doing outside of him just morphing around yeah, multiple it's times a, in this movie. It's all the time. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, the whole movie is relying on him to teleport. So <laughs> whatever. Uh, <laughs> I will there. buy into that. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe Rob Heaton is actually saying that Jason is now a ghost and he never came back. Yeah, it's just his spirit. Yes. He's a repeater. Think about it. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> about it. <laughs> Telling you. Um, we also see here uh, when JJ screams, we see the, the deckhand dude. Uh, here's uh, it. The dockhand guy. Uh, yeah. We see him and he hears a scream coming through like one of the, I don't know, venting tubes things yeah um so that's a start of him like being crazy ralph and understanding that jason's on the ship yeah he gave a look too when he saw the ship that jason was on the little boat coming in like he gave a look like he knew somehow earlier but i guess whatever he's just he's the crazy ralph for the movie yeah i don't know yeah okay cool glad we always have one <laughs> yeah. yeah but uh from there we cut to to rennie using her new pen sitting there writing talking to her dog for motivation yep uh don't get much out of it we basically just get like a pov of jason looking through and seeing her change and stuff and the dog freaks out because uh, she sees because she turns around and she sees young jason at the porthole saying help me She's seeing that. Is the dog seeing it too? Because the dog is like reacting to it the same way she is. And he freaks out and runs away. And so it looks uh, like the dog is seeing her vision with her. Wow. Huh? Yeah. Which. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Deep stuff. Deep, <laughs> deep man. Deep. Uh, and then, yeah. So she spends uh, more time going to look for the dog uh and we meet uh there's uh, there's a scene i forget when it uh happens exactly but i i laughed at the line charles runs into wade and uh in the hallway and uh charles is like hey have you seen my niece and she's like oh I, she was downstairs a minute ago why? And he's like, well, senior prediction started five minutes ago and she hasn't shown up yet. And Wade says, uh, well, maybe some of us don't want our futures predicted. And he, he laughs. He's like, well, I'm sure in your case, that's probably true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I love that. Fucking God, just the worst. <laughs> he, it's like, yeah, he's a douche, but like, I couldn't help but laugh at that part. Like this guy, I think is a principal. <laughs> like he's saying that to his students. Like I'm sure yeah. you don't want your future predicted. <laughs> and we uh, see we see Rennie. Uh, she is looking for the dog. Uh, Jason pokes his head out the door at one point when she's like looking, and uh, he he doesn't kill her. He just sees her. And we see um, 
the boxing match, don't we? Yeah, yeah, we see uh, Julius, Tamara, and, and Eva. Yep, they're chilling above this like window, looking down on a boxing match, where we see uh, Julius and some other dude I don't give a shit about. Yeah, um, but dude, this fight, uh, listen, I'm no boxer, okay, um, but I I watch a lot of fighting, <laughs> and watching this dude just get fucking pounded yeah. drives me nuts. <laughs> Like I, I don't. It's not even like they, they, he when he's throwing some punches and Julius dodges and and has a counter punch. Like totally makes sense. But there's a moment where he's just standing there and gets jabbed in the face like four times in a row. Yeah, I'm like, put your hands up or something. Move, <laughs> duck, dip, dodge. <laughs> Girl, Jesus. <man. laughs> like yeah, he's just like literally just standing there and getting hit with jabs over and over again and never does anything to stop it and it just no. drives me nuts and i thought it's funny uh and then he, of course he gets knocked out because he takes his eyes off of julius because he sees tearing them up above and Julius knocks them out i think it's funny tamra and then looked at julius and she's like is that a muscular bot or what and i'm like eh, it looks pretty scrawny to yeah, me it looks like a bitch <laughs> <laughs> i mean he's pretty, pretty scrawny to me but okay yeah. whatever um yeah because yeah. like at this point uh like you know arnold schwarzenegger is extremely famous at this point <laughs> yeah so like we're, we're used to that muscular hero yeah and he's like oh yeah julius yeah he's shredded no doubt about yeah. it yeah okay looks like a broomstick with arms but okay yeah sure whatever <laughs> <laughs> um we gotta buy into it though because when he jason takes all those punches uh yeah yeah it's broken <laughs> yeah um so we then we see Tamara and, and uh, her friend. Uh, Tamara's like, I think it's time for some uh, nighttime activity or extracurricular. And she sits down and she brings out the coke and cocaine. Yeah, uh, her. yeah, got that on board. And that and a bottle of champagne. So nobody was checking <laughs> the bags of these students. Um and well, she starts, I mean, they have shotguns on board. Who cares? It's true. It was the 80s. No one gave a yeah. fuck. Um, this is uh, the first Friday film to introduce a drug beyond weed because they, they have coke and heroin in this one. Uh, so there's that. Mm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're like spreading out the coke and she's going to get her friend to do a line and uh rennie comes around she's like hey have you seen my dog they're like no you want to hit she's like no <laughs> no <Runs off. laughs> and uh, she's like ah oh, fucking space cadet wonder if she'll narc on us and uh there's a scene there's a scene that happens before charles finds them well i i didn't want to one random thing in this that happens here before like they pull out the coke um it's right after the boxing match one of the a random employee oh from yeah the lazarus like walks by this like random model looking <laughs> dude like yeah. great looking fella yeah uh he just like walking by and tamara's doing like a cute little flip of her hair being all attractive and shit he smiles at her and walks by all sexy um and we never see him again nope like that guy <laughs> i think he's the guy that wade shoots later on bro that shot of him walking by <laughs> is right out of a porno yeah like, right out of if you added that like oh hey the plumber's here to fix the sink like and have him walk in the house like 
to a T, that dude is going to like have sex with somebody in five minutes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, somebody's going to get their hand stuck in the sink or something. It, it was, it's bound to happen. Yeah. You, you, if a guy like that ever comes on your property wearing a utility belt, just Porn. know he's not there to do any other job rather than fuck you in the ass. Porn music starts playing out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> just follows him around wherever he goes. Yeah. We never see that guy again, though, so I'm just glad no. he made it. Unless, he should have been in the sequel. I think he's the guy Wade shoots later on, though. Oh, is it? I, th- no. I think so. I'm oh. pretty sure. No. <laughs> no. I went into this thinking that he was fine. <laughs> Damn well, it. I mean, he, he would have died anyway because the ship sinks, but. <laughs> well, you can swim. We just give the guy a chance. <laughs> a guy like that, he can do anything. <laughs> just swim the Atlantic Ocean until you find land. Yes. <laughs> in a storm. <laughs> it's possible. Okay, the waves will take you in. <sighs> his his porn music will save him. That yeah. it would save me. <laughs> it saved me. Make my day better. <laughs> uh, <sighs> so yeah, that yeah. happens and then and then after Rennie goes by. Uh, yeah, after the whole, like, her encountering them with the drugs and stuff, we get a little bit of, like, POV action of watching Rennie walk around looking for the dog. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, then we, we cut back to them with with drugs, and it's it's uh, Charles. Yeah, he walks by, and they stand up, break the mirror that they had the coke on. He's, are you girls doing drugs? No. <laughs> I wouldn't risk my science scholarship. And then... He's like, hmm. And he says to Tamara, I'm coming around to your room in exactly 15 minutes to see your biology project. If it's not ready, you're staying on the ship. Which, why the fuck? Why do they have a biology project due on their class trip? (laughs) I don't know. And if they do, why? The boat, it's for grads. Yeah, it's it's if you're graduating, you're, you're... It's your... I, here they call it safe grad. Like it's your it's your thing you do if you're gonna when you graduate. It's your big party trip thing. Yeah, like, honestly, I know he's a douchebag and tries to drown his niece and whatnot in this movie. But this is the douchiest thing he does in the whole movie. How dare he make a biology project do while on your class trip? I just why why was she allowed to go on the trip if she didn't have the biology project finished before classes were done? Uh, soft teachers, I guess, you know? I guess. I don't want you to miss out on your class trip, even though you have three Fs. (laughs) And you completely (laughs) failed, but whatever. (laughs) Well, have a good time. See you next year. (laughs) We need a hot blonde, so you're it. (laughs) Yeah. Hot hot blonde, stupid, and a slut. (laughs) On drugs. Perfect. Perfect. It's all the fucking check marks for me. (laughs) That's why Jason went on this boat. (laughs) Yep. Perfect. Uh, And he walks off, and then... They're like, oh, what are we going to do? And Tamara's like, don't worry, I've got McCullen covered. But that narking bitch, Nisa, his is another matter. She's like, rumor has it she's a teensy bit afraid of the water. And uh, Where'd you get that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where did that rumor come from? Um, so, and then later, I is the next scene her pushing her in the water? Well, I think the actual next scene is the sauna. Oh, right, the sauna kill. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know who dies in there. Whatever. The, what's his name? It's, I, I, I literally don't know. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know either. Like he's nameless. I don't but even whoever, think whoever was fighting 
uh, Julius. Yeah. Uh, he's he's now laying in the sauna, recovering from that ass whooping. Yeah. Um, and Jason walks in. He thinks it's Julius. And he's like, oh, yeah, man, no no problem. Yeah, I need hey. to work on my left, right, right, right. Left, you need to work right, on blocking your fucking face, actually. <laughs> you need to work on literally your defense entirely because... Because you have uh, you, you didn't... You're, you're a disgrace to the boxing community. You should just stop. <laughs> yeah. And then so Jason picks up one of the rocks uh, from the... like Yeah, one of the hot coals. Yeah, one of the hot coals, giant one drives it down into uh the guy's stomach and like holds it there while he dies and and yeah, pretty this, brutal actually in this scene i know they've got netting like black i i was gonna i was about to say on the mask but in this yeah. shot you can see kane's eyes yeah not it's actually funny because it's not even his eyes dude like it's his eyebrow <laughs> Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, like you can see through the nylon netting, which yeah. already is kind of weird. It's cool having the black eyes, I agree, but um like it's just so obvious in this. Like I can literally see the nylon. Yeah. Uh and then you can also see through the other holes in the mask and see Kane's very white face. So that's weird. But yeah, I can tell uh, I'm looking at it right now. I can yeah. tell that I'm not seeing Kane's eye. I'm literally seeing his eyebrow and his forehead. It's <laughs> awkward. Um, so yeah, kind of ruins that illusion a little bit, which again, it could be nowadays. I mean, I don't know about then, but in a color grade, that'd be fixed in two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Throw some curves over the eyes and you're done. It's kind of, uh, it's kind of the same problem. The movie RoboCop has the higher quality you watch it in, like with RoboCop, the more you see the suit isn't metal. Like the more you see it, it is what it actually is. Right. So it's like in this movie, the higher the quality that you're watching it in, the more clearly you're going to see things like that. Right. Yeah. It, this is actually like a good look at the mask. Like if independent artists out there are really trying to nail the part eight mask, this is the best shot to do it in mm. because you can see the green. Some of the algae from the lake yeah. is on the bottom of his mask. Like that detail's often missed. That's so. uh, mine has that the yeah. green on the bottom. Yeah, this is, the, this is the best shot to get all those tiny, tiny little scuffs and paint details. Uh, yeah. You know, we see the the shot of it, the rock, the the hot coal going into this dude's stomach, right? Clear as day. Yep. And then we cut to the wide. And it's in his chest. And it's in his chest. And there's blood <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it would have been a lot uh, cooler if it was like one in the correct spot. And instead of blood, I mean, I, he should bleed. I get that. But it, if it was like. You know, crusty and burnt there and shit. Yeah, it's like almost like uh, I'm gonna pronounce it wrong, but cauterized. Almost. Yeah, yeah, cauterized. Yeah, should almost do that. Yeah. Huh, well, missed yeah. opportunity. And that's another kill. Like the effect doesn't have to be all that extreme. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you take the coal and cut it down so it's only like a, the top part of the rock, put it there, then take a whole bunch of black and make a big circle around the coal, and then you can add bits of blood splash and there you go like you're done yeah. like you're only seeing it in a, in a in what would be considered a super wide so why did you have to do it so stupid i don't whatever i hate <laughs> movies <laughs> why are we here <laughs> yeah it's like it's, it's like with sleepaway camp when we just did covered that you know it's like there's so many things you could have done to make this look more realistic or yeah. really sell the kill 
and you don't. You just half-ass it. I understand budget restraints, but if you just think, I don't know, problem-solve, man. Filmmaking is problem-solving. So just problem-solve these kills. How can we make this look as realistic as possible with no money? And that would just that little bit of change would have made it, that look cooler. And also keep it consistent where the wound is. <laughs> don't. Yeah, that was just, I don't know. They must have shot that at like two different times Yeah, or something. And again, that insert of like the coal actually going in, that was probably shot like three months later. Like, do you guys remember where we shot the, the coal? No, I have no idea. That's got to be his stomach, right? That makes more sense. Yeah, probably his stomach. Okay. Yeah, it's stomach. They shot it. And then they edit the <laughs> and they watch the movie. Oh. Or they were or they were like, you know, technically, if he were to use the coal on his chest, we'd be hitting the sternum. It's like, ah, oh, fuck, that's not nearly as hard. It's not nearly as easy to put the coal in through his skin then. It's like, you know, we'll put it in the stomach. It's fine. Nobody will notice on the wide shot that it's a completely different <laughs> position. <laughs> Nobody yeah. will cover this fucking thing on a podcast and break down those little details. We'll be fine. <laughs> Years later, they're like, wait, what's a podcast? <laughs> Never mind. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Yeah. Nobody on a radio show will talk about this ever. No. Yeah. All they had to worry about was fucking Roger Ebert, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Just saying the movie sucks. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, what happens uh, after that? Well, from there is when we cut to the drowning bullshit. Uh, uh, this is like, yeah, okay. So Rennie is talking to the teacher, Colleen, and like, Tamara and her friend come out. And Tamara, like, very obviously knocks herself into Tamara, uh, Rennie, and knocks her off the boat into the water. And then it's just like, oh, it was an accident, I swear. Bitch, are you trying to kill her? Because, like, you don't know that she can't swim. You know she's afraid of the water. And you just leave. Like... You, what if she'd been standing there by herself? Because there's nobody else around except for the teacher. She would have yeah, drowned. This is attempted murder. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Like she, she would have drowned if uh, the other teacher wasn't around. And like, um, Sean only runs up because he hears like the commotion, like, like those other two people. So, if yeah, if no one had been around, you just murdered someone. And we'll never find yeah. their body because they're in the fucking Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> it, and and you, it wasn't an accident, bro. Like, she's literally like, hey, watch this. And then bumps into her fucking football tackles her into the water. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then she looks back. It's like, oh, sorry. It was an accident. <laughs> it's also here, though, that you can see the ship is not moving because and, and you can tell because there's a porthole and the ladder. Uh, which are right there by Rennie, they never move, and she never moves. Because if you think of the ship was moving, she'd be like the ladder would pass her by, but it never does. She's just, yeah. it's in the same spot, um, but whatever. And yeah. so, yeah, and then Sean, or she, throw, Colleen throws the life preserver, grab the life preserver, which, like, I'm sure <laughs> she can hear you clearly way up there, the water and everything. Um, Sean jumps in. He grabs Rennie. He gets a life preserver. Gets Rennie back up on the boat uh, with the ladder. And uh, she's like, oh, run, get some towels for her. And then Charles comes in. He's like, oh, what the hell's going on here? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You've done a fine job of supervising the children. Um, I guess before that, uh, Rennie is like, 
in her arms and miss and the teacher's like you want to talk about it talk about what she's like and he's like i can't swim he's like no kidding you know what i don't get there's why is there even a spot on the ship where there's no railing <laughs> i don't know i guess for that ladder but still okay, why but is the like, ladder when there? she do when she when she comes out uh you could see the the whole part, like the front part of the ship. Yeah, and like there was a massive area with no guard whatsoever. <laughs> and then usually on a normal ship, if there was a ladder spot like that, there would still be an uplifting that goes to the rail that's open. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like there'd be a ledge there so that you can't just fucking walk off. That's a horrible safety hazard because what? And they do run into rough waters, and what if someone's walking on the deck and the ship like <laughs> is rough? Oh, Jesus! <laughs> it's oh, that goes, easy. There goes Dwight. <laughs> yeah. you know, oh, damn it! Anyway. Sorry, man. <laughs> Tell his parents. Uh, I don't know something. <laughs> yeah. And then, like during the scene as well, when she's in the water drowning, baby Jay comes up and grabs her. Yep. pulls her down and then we're stuck as an audience questioning is this a vision or is, or she just drowning? is this actually happening yeah um and you have to assume a vision because what the fuck why is he there <laughs> like, <laughs> what the hell is he doing that it doesn't make any sense but yeah. like, like you said earlier the dog reacts yeah to, the dog to reacts to it uh so and then the end of the movie of course did that actually happen jesus <laughs> i don't know all right. uh, Rob, and, this is in-depth stuff. We got to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. You really got to <laughs> think, man. Um, so Charles comes over and he, Sean comes back with the towels. He's like, "Give me those towels!" Oh, damn it! <laughs> you stay away from her, both of you. And um, he's walking her away, and the deckhand's like, "He's come back. You're all gonna die." And then Randy's like, "Leave me alone!" And she runs away, and um. Charles is like looking at the deckhand, like, what the fuck? And then Rennie's in the bathroom. Towels are gone. She lost those along the way. Um, yeah. she, uh, <laughs> she's in the bathroom running the water, and the water turns to blood, and she screams. And then the mirror goes all weird. And baby Jason again grabs her, like his arm comes through the, the mirror in his head, and he grabs her and he's saying, like, help me, help me. And, and he's like Asian. Yeah, <laughs> dude, like his look. So when he's underwater, he looks fine. I don't get why he has all the hair. It's just lazy. Um, yeah, I know they've explained that in interviews and shit. But I don't care. Lazy. Shut up. Um, but like, he looks straight Asian in the mirror shot. I'm yeah, like, hmm, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird how baby Jason and we call him baby. He was like, I don't know, five. He's ten, he's he's ten in the uh, ten. Yeah, but you know, kid Jason's always referred to as baby jason baby so, Jay, baby um but yeah he he changes throughout the movie there's different like he looks different every single time you see him yeah it's um, rob heaton's son right i think so yeah yeah so not asian but like dude he look at that like you could pull that right out of the grudge <laughs> like <laughs> yeah that that is right out of the fucking grudge dude it's the uh, makeup that does it yeah um and, yeah he's like all weird and slimy actually it's weird how much it represents or reflects the grudge now that i'm looking at it like him when he reaches out of that mirror he's got the, like the very blue and white slimy arm I'm like oh my god that is a grudge wow yeah that's where oh, they got the, the idea the the mirror effect i will say with him like when it becomes water mm, that's pretty cool that's pretty well done yeah 
It is. It is obvious if you like look back at it though. You can see the the water is um like kind of moving in the corners. So uh, it's water the whole time. There's no like transition. Uh, um, but yeah, yeah, still, it's pretty cool. It's yeah, well done. Neat. Um, and Renny gets away. She backs into the wall, and she sees when Baby Jason goes back through the mirror. He kind of stands up, and there's like this silhouette of like grown Jason there. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Huh. So it's like. So did that actually he, happen? And I don't know if he's, he just saw Baby J. <laughs> is he trying to say that human Baby Jason is trapped inside this big monster killing Jason? Like the big that did that the Jason we see is an actual like monster, but the baby Jason, the boy, is trapped within that monster. My God, this is crazy. <laughs> Because he's so in depth, I never knew. Because he's like saying, "Help me, help me!" the whole time. Yeah. Every time we see him, except for like two, two or three scenes. But yeah. Yeah. Then I we cut back. She looks back at the the mirror, and it's fine. It's not broken or anything. Yeah. So obviously a vision again. Yeah. So, which I I don't know what's causing these visions for her. Uh, do God, what are the odds? That she dealt with Baby J as a child, yeah, and now is on a ship with Jason, <laughs> uh, it, yep. and then suddenly, for the first time in like twenty years, she's having visions of Baby J. Uh, probably not actually, because she's clearly having therapy and shit. But yeah. just saying, honestly, if you were still having like <laughs> literal psychic delusions, like you probably shouldn't be on on the boat. You probably should get off. <laughs> probably should not be near water at all. Yeah, there there's a point earlier when the boat's already left. Charles like it's not too late. We can put you back on land. Yeah, H- hard to believe that this one moment, this one event as a child, like led to her having visions of the kid she saw yeah. at, when she was like drowning. Like I understand being traumatized, needing therapy because your uncle's a piece of shit, and obviously his abuse went beyond just the lake. Uh, but like that moment. With Baby J, stuck out with her forever, and she's still having visions as a grown ass woman. I don't know. Yeah, kind of weird. It's weird that but she had what? a vision of him even when she was little. Well, apparently that wasn't a vision, right? I mean, that was that was supposed real? to be actual Baby Jason. So that 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 moment, because if she's a grad student in 1989, graduate, not grad student, but a graduate of high school, that moment had to have happened in the 70s. Right? When she's little? Yeah, yeah. So it would have been like... Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. And Which Jason... I guess that, would, that math adds up, I think. Yeah. And Jason drowned in... Well, actually, not really, because this movie's at least 1992. Yeah. <laughs> it You know what? It doesn't make sense either way. Like, no. for, well, first of all, Baby J never died based on the proper timeline be a sean cunningham yeah so he grew up so him his little ghost boy jason at the bottom of the lake grabbing her doesn't make sense to begin with because he never was like resurrected uh in the normal timeline so yeah doesn't make sense no (laughs) No matter how you look at it doesn't make sense i don't know doesn't make a lick of sense um so i think from there we go to charles Coming to see Tamara for her biology project. Yep. 
and he walks in and uh, Tamara is, is just in a robe, like a silk robe, uh, has champagne, two glasses. Charles walks in. He's like, do you have your biology project ready? And she's like, well, don't you want some champagne? He's like, what? How did you get this? I packed it. <laughs> it's like, ah, of course. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's like, well, if you don't have your biology project ready, you're staying on the ship. And then she takes off her robe and she's wearing just these black skimpy uh, panties and this black like silk bra. And she yeah. turns around and I thought this was so funny. She turns around. Charles is like, Hey, hey <laughs> like he says it just you, like that. What He's are like, you doing? what are you doing? And then uh, she turns around and she has a, a heart drawn on her, a throat, like a little like, uh, esophagus and a stomach and then just an arrow pointing down and uh, I, by the way this is a piss poor effort <laughs> well I was going to say she's like take a good look Charles I want to make sure I labeled all my parts correctly I'm like well you didn't because you put the heart way on the left and the heart is actually in the center and you just drew like what's well, a little to the left it's a little to the left. little to the left it's not like that and then you also didn't even draw the correct heart <laughs> Dude, I, well, okay yeah she, all she all she draws is a spine which yeah starts at like her throat and goes down to her her spine goes straight into her stomach <laughs> i guess we're looking at the esophagus is what she's supposed to be drawing I, yeah her, esophagus yeah yeah so her stomach is dead center in her belly button which <laughs> is not right and nope. then she drew like three little rib cages yeah, like three little or ribs. three ribs, um, <laughs> and like that's it. And then what I'm what I'm confused about is the arrow, right? There's two arrows. There's one at the top of like where her throat is at the esophagus yeah. that points down between her breasts. It continues down, and then there's an arrow on her stomach, like it literally is connected to the word stomach and points down in her vagina. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I kind of get the arrow down to the vagina. I guess. I don't know why it's in your stomach and you're pointing. I don't get that. Are you saying your food is going out of your. Like, <laughs> yeah, it should wait. be at the back, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little. Like, or are you just like. I feel like she's pointing an arrow to her genitalia to in, to seduce her teacher. Yeah. I, I, it's, I'm, I'm now I'm overthinking it because the stomach and stuff. And I'm like, hey, you're turning me off. This isn't going to work. I, <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to be thinking right now. I love she just it. wrote Boner Garage. We were talking about. <laughs> Yeah, funny. She's like, sees a name tag from Sluts and Snacks. Oh, I work there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, like I, I don't just, really. I, don't I just really feel understand. like Charles saying, "Well, no, you failed. I don't see any of your organs listed outside of your heart, and you forgot to list your womb because that step below that, and like the arrow to your stomach shouldn't be going straight down. It should be around the back." <laughs> Yeah. yeah, she took the time to make two organs. Her fucking stomach and her heart. And her heart. And she got the heart in the wrong spot. <laughs> so. And her stomach. Her stomach's in the wrong spot, too. Yeah. So just, so, no. like, where are the small intestines? We, we <laughs> Exactly. Where are yeah. the large intestines? Where's the liver? Where's the pancreas? Where's the spleen? <laughs> Where's your we kidneys? missed so much. Like, yeah. But so thank I, God she put the rib cage in. Otherwise, I'd have been completely confused. <laughs> it's just like, God. God. Yeah, you just see him saying, like, well... The seducing is bad, but even if you didn't do that, you failed horribly. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah and so. she even says, she's like, can't you see I labeled it perfectly? Yeah. No. No, I can't. <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, yeah, and then yeah. she, so she grabs onto Charles and like kisses him. They go down on the bed and they're making out and Charles is like, oh, what are you doing? And then we see that Wade was outside recording this. This is the shockumentary footage he was talking about earlier. And uh, so he was filming it and Charles is like, I'm your teacher, young lady. And uh, he says, well, done, you've done it now. You're not stepping foot off this ship. And Wade comes in and he's like, he's like, what are you doing? And takes out the tape. She's like, you get anything good? He's like, oh, yeah, very kinky. Was it? I don't know I, it's kinky, but it's, I mean. I guess the drawing is a little kinky. I guess. Because it's her teacher. Yeah. Oh. But ah. he throws the tape to Tamara and. And she's like, <clears throat> he says, give me that tape. She's like, come and get it. She puts it next to her boobs. And Charles is like, well, that does it. You're ground. You're going to be very sorry. And he looks at Wade. And you can forget about attending any film school ever. And he storms off. And, and what's uh, he going to do? Just yeah. that tape is enough to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can take that tape and take it out of context and bury that guy. Oh, what are you going to do? Yeah. And that's what she said. She's like, don't worry. He's not going to risk trying anything. And then Wade tells Tamara, he's like, oh, I've had the major hots for you since our like uh, sophomore year or whatever it is. And she's like, oh, great, great. Well, we'll get together. And she pushes him out the door. And Wade's like, Wade, you're an asshole. Walks down the hall. Jason sticks his head out the door. Looks at him. Looks back at the door. <laughs> yeah. Which is a bit of a weird moment so oh, yeah was, okay see you later i just picture jason's thinking like oh poor guy <laughs> like, oh my god don't worry so buddy sad. i'll get her for you <laughs> <laughs> that is like kind of what happened though <laughs> pretty that much is... <laughs> yeah because because um, tamra's in there she takes a shower to wash off all her extremely badly done uh biology project and uh she gets out she gets out of the shower she, Jason opens the door, creeps his head in. She literally just got out of the shower. Her hair is not wet. Her hair well, is not uh, wet at hey, all. Hey, in, in, uh, uh, the word I'm looking for, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but time. In, in all fairness, <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. In all fairness, uh, a lot of women don't like washing their hair like, you know, more than one, like once every three days. So they'll put it up, like which we saw her putting it up, and they'll just wash their skin, you know, their body, and not wash their hair. Uh, happens a lot. Rachel does that sometimes. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. Okay. You know, Rob uh, Heaton was a genius. He, he knew the woman. He knew the woman's mind. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which, there, I, I don't remember the story, but she felt uncomfortable being naked, right, for this shower scene. Doesn't Rob Heaton, like, didn't he do it himself first? He might have. I think it's I, there, a very obvious double when she goes into the mirror, like when she's thrown into the mirror. Well, that double. makes sense. But like, I yeah. think it was the the actual shower. Like, I don't think she wanted to do it or she felt uncomfortable being naked while cameras pointing at her, even if she is like not seen, you know? Yeah. Um, I think Rob Heaton like shot himself, like doing it first, like naked in the shower. Oh, wow. Which I'm, I understand that's good for you, man, doing it. Like usually that works for like stunts. If you're asking an actor to do a stunt, you'll do it for them. If you're asking them to wear something really disgusting, like uh, yeah. here's a good example. Um, I watch a lot of Film Riot, 
um yeah. with uh ryan i'm zoning out his last name for some reason uh but he one time they were shooting this like outdoor action film and he had to get a one of his actors had to roll around in the mud and be fucking like gross stuff so he agreed to wear that actor's dirty sweaty sock on a necklace around his neck for the entire shoot if you do the stunt for him. <laughs> like that's like directors do that because it's like hey man i'm here with you i appreciate what you're doing yeah. uh this one comes off a little creepy i don't know yeah. a, maybe i'm remembering it incorrectly i remember hearing that i'm like i don't think that helped at all i think you just got <laughs> naked in front of your cast and crew for nothing yeah <laughs> weird a genius though genius writer genius very deep very deep yeah um because yeah i i don't we don't see Tamara's breast really I don't we believe. don't see your breast at all. No, no, because it's the stunt person. When you go into the mirror, you can see side boob when she goes in. I mean, uh, we see a little bit of side boob from like when she's putting on the robe and like in the actual shower. You, I mean, you can see that she's naked through a translucent curtain. Yeah. But yeah, no actual like no nipples, no nipples, no perfect nipple placement in this one. Uh, I think the only boob shot we get is of uh, Susie, Susie. Yeah, she's, it's hard uh, to even call it that. Yeah, no she offense, got, she got the mosquito bite boobies. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so she gets out of the shower. She opens the door. She sees Jason leaning his head in. She shuts the door and she stays close to the door. Jason punches his hole, punches a hole through the door. Uh, grabs the the uh, robe off of her. Opens the door. Throws her into the mirror or into the yeah into the mirror and it breaks a little bit. And I love this shot. I love Jason doing this just because it shows Jason with some like attitude, like he the way he punches the mirror. Yeah. Like I like when we get moments of when Jason does stuff like that. There's uh like in Freddy versus Jason, Ken does that one. After he knocks the door down, he kicks it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I like moments like that when Jason does that. So he uh he punches the mirror and he starts looking through the glass. He finds a piece that he likes. <laughs> Turns around and much like the girl at the beginning who got killed, Susie on the boat, she, Tamara just kind of sits there in the corner and screams no. And yeah. uh, Jason stabs her. We don't see anything. It cuts. And uh, what? There's a I. Oh, my gosh. I can like see it in my head, but I can't figure out where we go next. Well, uh, well, first of all, I want to say we do actually see a little bit of nudity of the sun double. Uh, the stunt so, double. Yeah, we do. There's yeah. that. And it's very much a stunt double. So. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, he punches a mirror and actually takes it, stabs her, fun stuff. And then we actually cut to like the captain's headquarters, whatever that's right. called. Yeah. Um, and he grabs that spear. Yeah. And he kills the first mate, I guess. Is his <laughs> name? Sure. The guy that works <laughs> with the captain, anyway. He kills him yeah. silently. We just see it from outside. Uh, and then the captain comes back, finds him. And I actually really like this shot. Like the captain's kind of like squatted down or kneeled down looking at the dead body. And we're looking at him. We can see Jason coming up behind him in slow motion. I like how that Which, looks. It just looked. I don't, I don't get it. No. Like, I think they were, I think they were just so proud of this throat slit. Cause it is, it's pretty good. Yeah. Like, it, like they pull, it's a pretty good effect. Um, of that throat slit and I think they were like god damn it just goes by too fast um, or the, the MPAA was like you can only show the this many frames of this kill I was like fine we'll show it in slow motion fuckers yeah. um, 
So yeah, it looks pretty good. Um, Bloodless though. Like they cut it and no blood comes out. It's just like, yeah, well, I'm actually like, like looking at it in slow motion, like, which like the cuts obviously already there and the cut is revealed by him lifting his neck. Yeah. Right. Uh, But it is so, it's so minimal and well done. Like, yeah, I mean, they do, they did a good job. Yeah. I mean, I, it, that looks pretty good. So to pull that off in slow motion in 1989, I'm like, oh, okay, good job. It's a good practical effect. You can't even really see the gag on him until he's lifts his neck all the way up. And even then, it's hard to see. So yeah, shout out to that prosthetic effect there. I wish you would have applied that to other moments in the movie, but whatever, mm. it's fine. Yeah, that's like Jason's one uh, machete kill. Is that even a machete that he uses? I... Maybe not. Kinda. I mean, I guess by definition it is. Yeah, it looks more like a I don't know a hunting knife kind of not mm. well not really I don't know <laughs> yeah it's a long knife and uh yeah Jason he he gets rid of the captain because Jason doesn't understand that he needs someone to drive the boat uh I guess Jason's plan what if he had killed everybody on the boat would he have just stayed on the boat or would he have turned it around and drove back to the well apparently he knows how to drive a yacht he can drive a cruise ship <laughs> I guess so yeah he dude so like after he dies uh sean and rennie come up to the the captain's space there and they find him he's just standing there standing there with his head down and sean has the most piss poor reaction that's what i was thinking like (laughs) wait you have no idea he's even dead yeah, he I, I fell asleep at the wheel. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's standing there. He's literally standing with his head down. How the fuck do you know he's dead? Yeah, like, there is some blood on the thing, like um, the light under, like by the steering wheel. Mm. But I don't know. I, I don't get how you just knew. It, he yeah, just, like, it, walks up and oh my god, I can't believe it. He passed out while driving. That <laughs> drunk. He said he wasn't gonna drink. Yeah, and then he just passes or not passes out. He just his body finally falls over. Yeah, he falls over, and Sean's like, Oh god. Oh god, what a shame. Doesn't even okay. shed a tear. Like he doesn't give yeah. a fuck that he just found his dad dead. Nope, ah, whatever. You know, it was he was old, he was mean. Yeah. And uh and then- uh, we cut. We come from there to Wayne doing. He meets some random other character. Yeah, uh, Miles, I think is his name. Yeah, I think it's Sean's friend from earlier that was with him in the. All right. I think. Yeah, it's not like any of these characters matter. No, no. Yeah, like, even our main, like Sean and Rennie, I don't personally give a shit about. No. Like even Rennie, like I know they're trying to create an interesting backstory with her, but I'm like, oh, I just don't fucking care. She's so boring. She kind of reminds me of Nancy. Not at not this bad, okay, but she kind of reminds me of Nancy in the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Just uh, very yeah. Yeah. boring, nonchalant. Doesn't look like they really want to be there. Right. Yeah, and I get it because she's kind of like she's depressed and she probably doesn't really want to be there. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's she, hard uh, to like her. Definitely wouldn't go far in a final girl list, that's for sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. That's when they make the announcement. Um, like, basically, everybody come to the captain's quarters. We see Julian come out with a bunch of people, and Julian's like, "The fuck is this?" And uh, this is so funny, yeah, because Julius comes up and and comes up to Sean in the captain's place after the announcement, uh, and we just like look down and see is Sean's dad <laughs> just covered by a, a little tarp. <laughs> 
finally some blood. Like there's a little puddle of blood. Yeah, there. but like, why didn't he move? Him? Why would you ask them to go up to the captain's space <laughs> there? My dad. Like, hey guys, proof. There's the dead body. Yeah, right there. I killed my dad. <laughs> And now Dude, I, I, if I if I was if I was Julius and people coming up there to in my if I saw his dad laying there I'm like oh my god you fucking murderer like I would not let it go I'm like yeah okay Jason's on the ship good one you're a fucking psychopath <laughs> yeah I know nobody questions it at all no one's yeah, like, like Sean like Charles did it. comes in there and he like grabs his shoulders like it's oh like, my god Sean I'm sorry it's like, I'm so Sean. sorry but Char- like I who killed him <laughs> yeah <laughs> Charles looks more. Charles looks more broken up about it than Sean does. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, why is nobody thinking it's him? I mean, I guess Julius kind of gives him shit, but like, yeah. where are the suspects, guys? Everyone yeah. on the boat is right there. Hmm? Uh, who did it? <laughs> yeah, who did someone? It was you, wasn't it, Blondie? <laughs> it was you. Yeah. Random guy with no name. He's like, it's Steve. No, it's not. It's a- <laughs> <laughs> and then... um. The deckhand comes up, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, you're all doomed. He's on board. And like, who? Jason Voorhees. Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Sean. And Charles is like, you're insane. Jason Voorhees has been dead for years. No, he's alive, and he walks this ship now. And then Charles tries to grab the flare gun to shoot him, and he's like, you're the one who's insane. And the deckhand runs off. And they ask, where's Rennie? She's dropping the anchors. Uh. And oh, they tried to call the Coast Guard, but Jason knew where the communication wires were at, and he he tears out the wires for the radio. Yeah, that's just showed up red on his uh, his map. <laughs> I guess so, because <laughs> he just knew what that was and where it was. Um, so they can't they can't use the radio. And then yeah, they say, "Where's Rennie? She's dropping the anchors." Because uh, we're gonna stop here in the middle. Of the ocean yeah, why? Why do they do that? I don't know. Charles says that. He's like, do you think dropping the anchors in the storm makes any sense? Yeah, here's the idea. There's a murderer on the boat. No matter how you look at it, Jason, no Jason, there is a legitimate murderer on the boat. <laughs> Let's stop to make sure that we don't get to safety. Like, yeah. we're trapped out here with this murderer now. Yeah, don't stop, you know, and get to the city where we could, like, get off and get the police. Eh, just stay right here in the ocean where there's literally fucking nothing around us except water and we'll just yeah. uh we'll just hang out you know that's what we'll do so dumb <sighs> and then charles goes off so we see rennie walking we look up and shows jason sees her and he gives a little head tilt and he just watches her yeah. and uh then we see um we see rennie dropping the anchors and there's like the cameras moving like it's jason but then it's charles and charles stops her uh <clears throat> and takes her takes her back we also skipped over but like uh julius is like hey you know i don't want to stand here let's go find this motherfucker before he finds us and he tells charles like school is out McLuhan," and he everyone <laughs> storms off and um i think the next part we get to is julius bringing out the weapons isn't it well, uh, from Rennie being grabbed by Charles, it's uh, we cut to Eva and she finds Tamara, right? And and that whole scene, and yeah, we have this big chase with her. Uh, she sees Jason standing there in the hallway, yeah, and she starts running off. She ends up getting to the disco room, 
whatever. Yeah. I don't know why it's even on this boat. Which is a circular room. Correct. Very it's important to remember. One it's a tiny, circular room. <laughs> yeah, one tiny little circle and a nice bar. Looks yep. like it'd be fun. Don't get how high school kids are doing this, but have fun. <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, and then Jason bursts through the doors. We get a little bit of a showdown here. They're facing off. She runs off. The doors are chained for some reason on one side. Yeah, why are the uh, doors another, locked? The, the door to the bar is locked, which I actually, I guess I get that one. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have the high school kids. They can just dump the counter and steal all the liquor, but it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jason's just standing there and watching her. And then she turns to her left. Yep. Okay, just like one little baby turn to her left and Jason's standing there. Yep. And then she turns back to her right. He's and he's suddenly standing there. It, dude, it's like if you're watching this for the first time, you're like, holy fuck, there's more than one Jason. Yeah. Oh my God. You would think so. Yeah. Like, this is an awkward scene because she's looking back and forth. And it's like, oh, there's literally more than one. Holy shit. But then she looks back to her left again and he's gone. Then she looks back to her right again and he's gone. She looks like, around what? the whole room. Remember, circular room. Yeah, he's like, he's chicken dancing behind her or something, man. Like, it doesn't make any sense. He's and, just spinning perfectly with her. Yeah. yeah he is. You see Jason just like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Stay with her yeah. now. Yeah, it's like that scene in Scary Movie uh, where they're looking back and forth like that. <laughs> yeah. Killer behind her. Um, but yeah, she's like literally spinning around in this tiny little circle room looking for Jason who just vanished. And all of a sudden, he's right in her face and grabs her by the throat and chokes her out. Yep. It just even teleporting, man, that makes no sense. Even with teleporting, like holy it's, Jesus. It's really bad. And I think this is like one of the worst times that Kane looks as Jason too, when he's like awkwardly pushing this tiny little hundred and five year old high school teen down. Yeah. And he like I don't know. When he but he picks her up, it looks good, but when he's like pushing her down, it looks so weird to me. Yeah. I did man, this scene there's some suspense i guess but you're like but honestly there's a there's like a 10 second time i'm like wait are there two jasons what the hell's going on here yeah because like the way they the way they cut it and edit it together like jason we already know he's teleporting in this movie but like this is literally he couldn't do this unless there were two of them even with teleporting (laughs) because it's like literally one second she looks left and like one second she looks right and he's there both times. Yeah. it It's so weird. <laughs> it, they break every rule in the book in that scene. Oh, yeah. They, they're like, nah, fuck it. We don't care. He's, he's super speed. He's from side to side. You can't see him. Like, holy Lord. Yeah. It's like, if you're, in the, if you're doing this with Freddy Krueger in the dream world, makes perfect sense. You wouldn't even question it. But like, this is Jason, who's slow, who's a fucking behemoth. Like, you can't miss him. Right. And he's in a small, like, circular room. How do you lose anybody in a circular room? Yeah, it's dumb. Like, um, but yeah, uh, just more bullshit in this movie. Yep. Uh, then we cut to them getting the weapons. Julius and his squad getting all the weapons and stuff. They find like. <laughs> A shotgun. Uh, they find, axe. yeah. The, which, by the way, I guess is where the fire axe comes from. Like Miles has the axe. Yeah. Uh, 
So that's nice. And then there's like one guy with the tiny little hatchet. He's like holding with two hands and like runs off with two. It's hilarious looking to me. That dude's um, going to be the one that gets Jason. Yeah. I, I uh, love the pause here because like they all get a gun. They all take their weapons. Like Wade's like, what are you taking, Julius? And, he, and this is exactly how it happens. He goes, nothing. I got my fist. But this gun. <laughs> yeah. Like he says nothing. You're like, oh, because he's a boxer. He's not. And there's this long, long pause. And he's like, except this gun. <laughs> I'm taking no weapon at all except this extremely deadly weapon. <laughs> yeah, just just his gun. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Why didn't they just have him say, oh, "I'm taking the gun," or like, "I'm taking this"? But no, instead he's like, nothing except this gun. <laughs> what the only weapon left on the fucking on the floor yeah okay yeah it, it, he almost says it like in a way as if everyone else's weapon is not nearly as important or as powerful as his meanwhile there's one guy with a little 12 inch hatchet that's not gonna do shit <laughs> yeah and wade has the other gun yeah <laughs> and he's oh, yeah. still filming everything <laughs> he is he is he's trying to do the found footage thing before yeah. there was found footage yeah basically and yeah that's (laughs) yeah he's down in the boiler room uh and it like a random vent of precious steam shoots onto his face and launches his glasses he has those are gone is a velma moment yeah so he can't see shit and then yeah the the sexy crew worker steps uh, out pops out in front of him and he shoots him (laughs) fucking shoots him man you don't get take time to look or say like freeze or move. <laughs> nope. First thing that moves. And Poor then, guy. yeah, he walks up to him and he uses the camera to like focus so he can see. And he's like, no, no. And then he yeah. just keeps filming him. And uh, Jason steps up. Uh, Jason has very heavy footsteps in this movie. Yeah. Um, but he steps up and he brings the camera up to Jason and Jason bats the camera out of his face and it goes flying. Uh, Wade runs away, but event Jason gets to him, grabs him and throws him into the, uh, I don't know, electrical panel on the boat, yeah. on the ship. Like, yeah, I guess. Because he gets electrocuted a bunch and it starts a fire. And I love this scene. Like Jason's like looking at the fire and he looks over at the fire alarm and he punches it. It's like, oh, Jason's considerate. There's a fire. Yeah. He knows to pull the fire alarm. <laughs> yeah. You th- I don't know why he does that. It's almost, it seems like it may be uh, better for him to not have that go off. But yeah, but yeah, yeah I get it. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, don't know why we, you do it, but. Yeah, no, no, yeah, whatever. Funny. Haha. <laughs> Humor. Mm. Meta. Um. Then we come back to like the captain's headquarters and we got Sean and Rennie and Charles. Charles gets a flare gun and loads that sucker up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Julius is out in the rain hunting down people. We just got like a mix of people running all over the place. Pretty much. Charles looking is looking like, for Jason. They they hear the alarm and they're like, what's that? It's the fire alarm. And then Charles is like, going to go find that deckhand. He's like, what about the fire? And he's like, how do we know there even is one? And like he says, pulling a fire alarm causes panic. The same kind of panic caused by suggesting that Jason Voorhees is alive and aboard this ship. It's like, I think those are two different 
kind of, like the fire alarm yeah that'll cause panic if you tell people jason's alive and on the ship they might just laugh at you true but yeah. you know whatever and yeah then we're we do just have people running around in the rain uh we have sean's friend um, yeah, I think that Miles guy dies next. He's like cr- crawling up the I don't even know what that thing is. <laughs> the out the the pole. He's crawling up the pole. Yeah, like why? Like he sees Jason. He tries to take a hit with the axe. Jason takes the axe, throws it. It lands right in front of Julius. I was like, wow, good thing you weren't like two or three seconds faster there. <laughs> you already got an axe in the head. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, he runs to this like giant mast or whatever this giant metal pole with a something and like he looks at it jason looks at it jason like fakes that he's going to it and the guy like runs and he's climbing up and i <laughs> it's so funny because jason's just like looking up watching him go <laughs> yeah this is such a weird moment because this is that another example of him teleporting he's suddenly there way before this miles dude ever gets there yep. and yeah he's like looking back and forth with him at this ladder yeah yeah, he does he makes like a little hesitation move at him and then this dude just jumps up and starts climbing the ladder and yeah jason just watches him he watched him (laughs) for a long time by the way he gets very high up and next thing you know jason catches up to him and throws him off yep and his body lands on this three prong like the the communication tool for the radio which when you see it they're like "Ooh, that looks painful yeah Um, yeah but it's so funny, like Jason's watching this guy go, and all you can think is Jason just saying, "Wow, <laughs> look at him go!" Yeah. <laughs> Where? What was his plan? You you can't go anywhere. You're literally you're just gonna sit up there, and I don't know. Hope you don't get struck by lightning while you're hanging onto this metal pole <laughs> in a thunder and lightning storm. Yeah, like there's yeah, nowhere you could have went. Yep, but uh. Yeah. Yeah. Julius comes around and finds him holding the shotgun like an idiot, by the way, but whatever, insubordinate. Yeah. Uh, and then Jason, and Jason finds him. Yeah, Jason magically shows up again behind him, grabs him, and throws him Th- off for the boat. Throws him off the boat. Remember this throws him off the boat in uh, this huge storm in the Atlantic Ocean. Uh huh. <laughs> we will come back to that. <laughs> yeah. And then from there, we cut back to Rennie, yep. who's now in her room. And this is like that cool moment with Jason being a badass. But first, she sees <laughs> another vision of Jason. Yep. Um, and he's where his makeup is completely different now, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and he's again just asking for help. Yeah. He's like shaking, like, help me. And, uh, she like backs up against the wall and Jason comes out and like headbutts the porthole and puts his head through it and like his arm and he's like grabbing her. And uh the pen she got at the very beginning that Stephen King supposedly used in high school comes into play and she stabs Jason in the left eye socket because he doesn't have a left eye anymore. And that's enough to get Jason to back off. He pulls out the pen and it's like this water runs down out of where his eye would be uh sean comes in kicks the door grabs rennie uh at some point happening here colleen the teacher she led a bunch of students into the uh restaurant and we see jason looking through the porthole at them so we just assumed they all died 
It, yeah, I guess so. Because we never see them again. And Sean, later on, when they're getting on the lifeboat, the teacher's like, I left students in the restaurant. Sean's like, there is no more restaurant. Okay, I guess we won't check. <laughs> just, guess, yeah. They're just all dead. He said, there's no more restaurant. You know, son of a captain. Got to believe him. <laughs> Got, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I can just picture those kids in the restaurant. Oh, she comes back soon. <laughs> Yeah, they're just do? standing there the whole time. Never, never leave. They actually ended up drowning. <laughs> yeah, like fuck. Uh, and so, yeah, they they basically they all run to the lifeboats. The uh, Colleen, Rennie, uh, Sean, and Charles, and um, they get to the lifeboat. This there's been a gap of time. Like, what would you say? Like ten minutes, maybe. I guess from yeah. when Julius was thrown off to these events like happening now. Yeah. And uh, so they're, they're all going down the ladder. They got the dog too. So someone carried the dog down the ladder and they get on the boat. They, Jason is standing there at the top, watching them crawl down the ladder, get into the lifeboat and they all get in. They start to take off. Julius comes out of the water opposite the side of the boat with the ladder and they pull him in dude that it's got some fucking swimmer, i guess i guess dude's got some stamina and some strength because they're they're in the atlantic ocean and it's a giant fucking storm going on so the water is going to be rough and he's been in this water for 10 15 minutes maybe and he was thrown in at first, so like he'd be disoriented from that. But he, and he, again, he comes up opposite the side of the boat with the ladders. So it's not like you can say he was hanging on to the ladder the whole time. Yeah. Holy I fuck. Plus, the I, ocean's cold as fuck, man. So, oh. It's, yeah. I mean, whatever. Everything else <laughs> is such bullshit in this movie. He should be dead, but eh, whatever. Uh, so they pull Julius in and <clears throat> they look up again. Jason's gone from watching them and they, they take off. They're, they're gone. The one lifeboat gone. Uh, they left the Lazarus. Um, and then, so it's night, but then the next scene we cut to is them rowing the boat and it looks like daytime, but there's just like fog all around them. Yeah. Um, it actually looks like the end scene of Versus when Jason comes out of the lake holding Freddy's head. That's what it looks yeah. like. Yeah. Um, it does. And Charles is like, well, I hope you can find, uh, find land soon, Sean. We all don't want to drown out here. How are you going to drown? You're in the boat. <laughs> like, fuck. What are you going to jump overboard if you don't find land in the next five minutes? Um, they, they, um, one, it, well, this is the next morning, right? Like, it's just... I guess, wins. but the next shot after this is nighttime, and we see Charles check his watch when they do get to New York, and he's like, oh, he smiles because, like, they're on time. We so, looked it up, by the way, from southern New Jersey, like, from there to, like, New York's only, like, six hours. Oh, yeah. I never even, like, thought about that. <laughs> Why even take a boat? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, why even take a boat? Yeah, it's well, weird. So I guess it's not morning at all. It just looks like it when it's all foggy and shit. I guess so. Just poorly lit. Yep. 
little too lit. Um, okay, got it. So they make it to New York. Yeah, they have this big moment. They're all sleeping. Julius is like, look, look, it's New York. We made it. We're in New York, New York City. <laughs> and uh, he starts singing, if I can make it there. Um, yeah, they get to New York and they dock the boat and Charles has to be. Well, Charles says he's like, wonderful choices of a place to dock a boat, Sean. And that is douchey, but he's also kind of right at the same time because this is sketchy as fuck looking place <laughs> that they docked <laughs> this boat at. Um, yeah, they, they were pulling up on like the a very huge part of the New York skyline is what they were looking at. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you could have probably gone a lot of places. Yeah, you could have gone like Liberty... Like the Statue of Liberty was right there. You could go back from oh, that. Oh, yeah. They literally go the by the Statue is. of Liberty. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fucking stupid, actually. <laughs> it's dumb. Like, why'd you do this? Yeah, we had to get to the Vancouver streets. I get it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so they all walk off and we go back down by the boat. Jason pops out of the fucking water and, you know, gets up on land. Uh, Climbs up the ladder, gets on dock, he starts falling. He sees the billboard, uh, National Hockey League billboard. It has a goalie on with a goalie mask, and Jason's, like, confused. Well, it's me. How the fuck did Jason get to New York? Because Yeah, at least if they would have taken the cruise ship the whole way there, it would have made sense. Yeah, it would have made perfect sense. But somehow, from wherever they were in the Atlantic Ocean, without a boat, Jason got off this sinking cruise ship to New York City. And he managed to get to the exact same spot to pop out of the water that they docked at. Literally the exact same moment, like maybe five seconds behind them. I hope he was just hanging on to the bottom of the boat the whole time. Just literally could you imagine. Could you imagine seeing like a shot of Jason like sprawled out in the bottom of the boat, like trying to like hug <laughs> the bottom? <laughs> Just sticking there like eh, like Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Or like there's a chain or something off the boat and he's just like hanging on to it. Hoping a yeah, shark doesn't come by. <laughs> I want to see like behind the scenes. I want to see like uh, Jason doing the backstroke. And just his hockey mask <laughs> up. Spraying um, water out of a hole in the hockey mask. Yeah. That's yeah. what I want to see. Because like uh, you're right. If they'd have taken the boat, even if they'd have gotten close enough that they could see the city. You could say like Jason swam in, but they don't, they're right in the middle of the ocean for a while. Well, not the middle of the ocean, but you know, like they're out there where there's nothing around. They took the only lifeboat. Jason pops up out of the water. And he's just there for yeah, it, reasons. Yeah. It doesn't, uh, doesn't make any sense it's lazy all. it's so fucking lazy and stupid it's the one part of the movie that actually makes me mad because it's like you're so fucking you couldn't come up with a reason you just have him there yeah i don't even get why they decide to have the whole sinking of the lazarus situation like just have them get to new york while jason's like in chase or something and we yeah. He kills somebody while they get off. Like, you even have Sean have a part say, like, I got the boat back on course. Right. Yeah. If you had the boat back on course, why didn't you take the boat to New York? It, literally, getting off the boat and getting on uh, the the lifeboat makes getting the Lazarus back on course completely pointless. 
Yeah. It's annoying as shit, too, that they were in the middle of a huge storm when they got onto the lifeboat, and then it just kind of vanishes. Yeah. Like, they're all dry when they get to New York. Yeah, Everything's they're fine. all dry. Dry is a moment. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, like, this ship sinks. The Lazarus sinks during the storm. Yeah. But, nah, this lifeboat's good, though. Dude, imagine imagine being in the Atlantic Ocean, like, where they were, in the middle of a big-ass hardcore storm in that little boat. Yeah, I know. You'd be fucked. <laughs> yeah, that, def- that thing would definitely be flipping. Yeah. You wouldn't like, even be able to row your way anywhere. Like, the waves would take you. You just got to hope you make it somewhere. Yeah. Which, again, it would have made more sense to take the fucking chip. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. <sighs> but, whatever. of course, in New York fashion, we have to run into a bunch of you know douchebags trying to mug them. Yep. Um, so these guys... And instead of just mugging them, they decided to kidnap Rennie. Rennie. And that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, because they're just like, oh, she's hot. Let's take her and rape her, basically. Yeah, great. Thing. Yeah. Uh, so they're like, hey, follow us. We blow her fucking head off. Comprende? And they run away. And Julius is like, well, we're staying here for Let's go after him. Charles like, well, no, no. Remember, yeah, they no, said they'd not. kill her. So, no. <laughs> and Charles is like, hey, let's split up. I think that's a good idea. Let's split yeah, we already up. lost one of us. Let's just make sure yeah. we lose the rest of us. Let's split up in New York City. It'll be fine. <laughs> we don't. None of us know where we're going, but it'll be fine. So they all they do. They all split up. Sean goes over and picks up the necklace because that got ripped off of Rennie. Toby also ran away because the guy was going to shoot Toby, but Rennie pushed his hand, so he missed, and Toby runs off. Um, and uh, we basically just follow everybody. Uh, we well, we cut to Rennie being dragged away by the these two thugs, and like they have her down on the couch. And they the one part of the movie I really don't like is that they force heroin on her. Like they force her to take this neat, ha- like very small dose in a needle yeah. of heroin. I'm like, ugh, I just, we really need that in a Friday Thirteen movie. That's like fucked up, man. But um, well, yeah, and and then dude, she's like about to pass out. Yeah, she's like out of it, and then Jason showed he grabs the needle and shows up and like stabs the shit out of this dude. Somehow stabs the syringe all the way through him. Yeah, um, and then Rennie's suddenly fine. Yeah, she's suddenly fine. She's like laying there because the guy like hit her, and he's like, "Oh, it can be smooth or rough." And then, yeah, she's about to like go out, and then Jason, for like the only time in the entire franchise, plays hero. Uh, inadvertently. But yeah, he he kills the one guy with the syringe all the way through somehow. Uh, and the other guy comes back because he was going to get more drugs. He comes back. He's like, forgot my money. He sees Jason. He's like, who the fuck are you? Pulls out his gun. And this is like the smartest guy in the world. Shoots Jason. Jason doesn't go down. Shoots him again. Doesn't go down. Walks closer. Shoots him. He doesn't go down. Walks closer. <laughs> why, why do you keep walking closer to the guy you're shooting who won't go down? Dude, there's a there's also like an awkward movie mistake here. Um so he yeah, he's shooting them and then he gets up to like the shot right before he gets grabbed. Yeah. And he he kicks the gun again as if he shot him but there's no muzzle flare. Oh. Or muzzle flash. Yeah. So yeah, it just looks weird. He just like randomly has the gun kick back even though he didn't shoot anything. Oh, <laughs> uh, I didn't notice that. That's yeah. funny. 
Yeah, yeah, just has the gun flick back for no reason. <laughs> I just like to do this. It looks cool. <laughs> just selling it. Yeah, just uh, he, he got to sell it. Uh, and so Jason grabs him, drives his head through a pipe. Uh, Rennie gets up, runs off, and I swear it looks like Jason nods here. Like she gets up, runs off, and it shows Jason. He kind yeah, of he like, like yeah, he like tilts his head for yeah. a little bit. Like add a girl. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> That's yeah. the only time I'm playing hero. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> uh, then I think we cut to Julius, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. Julius goes to a payphone. Uh, good old relic of the past, and he he gets in there and he's like. Hey, operator, give me this. And Jason is there, punches through, tries to grab him. Julius runs away, decides in his infinite wisdom to climb a ladder on top of a building. Uh, Jason. It's so, it's so weird that Jason gets to all of them and like continues to follow them, even though he's in New York with millions of people. Yeah. Uh, and he continues to follow this group of five people and teleport to their locations over and over again just to keep up with them. Yep. It's so weird. Dedication. He's like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to save Rennie. I'm going to watch her run away. And now I'm going to teleport to Julius <laughs> and go to the roof with him. He heard the phone being used. In this, so he, he yeah, bro. He heard, he heard the fuse box get repaired. Yeah. Had to teleport over there. <laughs> Fucking, the, the whole video game is based on this movie. It really is. You can yeah. really say that it is, man, because there's so much in this movie that's like, holy shit, that's like the game yeah. right there. That's how much the shit doesn't make sense. <laughs> it feels like a video game. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, so Julius climbs on top of the building, runs off, looks at the edge, looks at the people walking down below, doesn't yell for help. Uh, Jason also comes up on top of the building Julius doesn't like this building. This rooftop is big. Jason is slow. Julius could have easily circled Jason and gotten back down that ladder and run. But instead he decides to have a fist fight with Jason. Well, from what I've seen, Jason teleports everywhere. He would just shift on top of him and be no problem. Yeah. Shift grab right off the ladder. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So he decides to have a fist fight with Jason. And so he's punching Jason quite a bit, like just, Laying into him, Jason's the hockey mask on, so like he's not feeling any of it really. Not that he would anyway, he's Jason, but yeah, Julius is like laying into Jason, uh, punches to the face, a few punches to the gut, and Jason's like selling every one of them, like he's taking every punch and staggering back. And Julius eventually gets winded, he gets very tired out, uh, and he he can't swing anymore and he he misses and he stands up and he looks at jason his hands are all bloodied from punching a hockey mask and uh he tells jason take your best shot motherfucker and so jason grabs his shirt pulls back and punches him and decapitates him with one punch and his head sails down and lands in a dumpster yeah Listen, it may not make any sense, but it is pretty awesome. It is very cool. It's like the coolest <laughs> kill in the movie. I like that. Yeah, that's a cool moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jason, dude, it's it's funny. I think it's weird to me that this guy who literally is a train, like training boxing and should be in decent shape. We watched him dominate somebody earlier. Yeah. Um, he throws like what? I think a total of like 40 punches. Mm. And he, man, he's 
gassed beyond belief. Yep. Like, I understand being tired of throwing 40 punches. Don't get me wrong. You should you should be out of breath. But like he he spent. straight up is about to pass out. <laughs> yeah. And he like he starts trying to swing at Jason and can't even hit him anymore because he's so dazed. Like, yep. all right, okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you should start running some more or something. You I know, guess all right? he I guess he used it all up swimming in the Atlantic Ocean, staying well, alive. <laughs> yeah, that would certainly make sense. But he did get yeah. a good rest in that boat, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so um and then we see I think we cut to Miss Van Dean, don't we? Yeah, from from there we actually we cut back to Rennie. All oh, right. She's, she's like stoned. she's stoned and looking at all these weird graffiti. Yeah, but she has, like, magically runs into Sean. Yeah, Sean finds her. Rennie, what'd they do to you? Are you fine? She's like, he's here, Sean. Jason's in New York. And uh they they run off and I think then we cut to like Miss Van Dien, don't we? And Charles with the cop. Yeah. Yeah. The cop just sees Miss Van Dien's like, freeze. It's oh. just some woman walking. I'm just thinking the cops like, sorry, I yell that to everyone I see on the street. <laughs> just pull my gun. Yeah, everyone in this freeze. neighborhood, I'm, I'm going to shoot. So. This is the worst place for you people to be. And Charles is like, she's with me. And then they, they eventually find Sean and Rennie. And... They're like, Jason's in New York. Rennie saw him. And then uh, Charles is like, we just shut up about Jason. Will you? The cop doesn't ask, like, who's Jason? Is this the guy yeah. that's after you? Who is that? Nope. But it does cut. And then the next scene, you hear the cop say, oh, it is a tall tale indeed. But you seem like good folks. So I'm kind of inclined to believe some of what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so they all get in the car and they're like, we got to find Julius. And they're like, oh, I'm sure he'll pop up. So they, the four of them squeeze into the back seat of this cop car and uh, the cop goes around to the front. He opens up his door. Jason, like he does run to tackle this cop and grabs him, pulls him so far out that he rips the, he rips the uh, radio out. And when he opened the door, Julius's head is sitting on the dash. Yeah. Which I, so I guess okay. Jason knew they were going to that cop car. Well, yeah, and he went over and got his head out of the fucking dumpster. Yeah, Jason went dumpster diving. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, found his head, found out this was the cop car that he was going to. Put the head in there. Uh, kills the cop. Teleports again, because Ronnie, he's in the alley with that cop. Rennie gets in the driver's seat. Boom, he's in front of them. Yeah, and then dude, there's this terrible shot of him standing in front of the car. And it's 100% Ken Kurzinger. Yeah, it's Ken the, Kurzinger in that shot. The way he's standing is completely different than anything that Kane did the entire movie. He's standing there all slouched, like his head's leaning forward like a little bitch. Yep. And like, it's all right, listen, Ken Kurzinger in Versus, I will dismiss it. That's fine, because he was taking the direction of Ronnie Yu. But he says, you know, I could replicate Kane's movements. You know, I played him in part eight. Nah, fuck you. Because this is a disgrace to everything that Kane does. Like, he looks so bad, man. Yeah. It's just like the jazz hands in the Part A commercial. Like, no, you fucking suck. You suck. If you were trying to replicate Kane, you did a terrible job. Yeah, and um, later on, there's another scene where Ken plays Jason. It's when yeah, Jason's the... coming out of the back of the subway car, and he's just swinging his arms. Yeah, and he sucks in that, too. Yeah, and Kane even says that uh, they're that it was terrible. Like, why would you swing your arms? Why would you 
not do what I was doing. Yeah, no excuses for part eight, dude. He no. did a terrible job of yeah. recreating that look. So yeah. I'll let Versus slide, but fuck you when it comes to part eight. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they run over uh, Jason with the car. He gets flipped over and knocked out for a bit. Rennie again sees baby Jason. Uh, probably the most, like, fucked up looking version of him. And yeah, he's bald finally. Yeah, he's bald finally. Yeah, he looks good there. I'm like, oh, that's not bad. I can buy into that. Where has that been the whole movie? Why do they change it so much? What the? God, I hate this movie. <laughs> I know. It's so inconsistent. I don't like it's 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 literally you know in Halloween H2O how they had a different mask in every fucking shot. That's what this makeup is in this movie. Every shot he looks different. Yeah. Nothing is and consistent. And then like when Rennie's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to hit him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, and then like, dude, they do this weird thing. Do, do, do. Yeah, it's like trying to be slow yeah. motion, but it's not. They're just pausing on still frames. Yeah. Which and yeah, weird. they zoom up closer and closer on baby Jay's face. <laughs> yeah. And then she just crashed into a wall. Yeah, she just hits <laughs> a wall. Boom, the car lights on fire. Rennie, Charles, and Sean get out. And the teacher does not. Colleen, Miss Van Dan. She dies. Uh, that's Rennie's fault. <laughs> Rennie killed her. Um, yeah. Yeah, she just dies when the she fucking dies car the blows up, right? Yep. Yeah. It's so stupid. <laughs> and uh, so Rennie's like looking at the car. She has this moment. Jason, they, they show us Jason. He's like laid out. Rennie looks down at this puddle that's got fire on it because of the debris is laying on it there. And all of a sudden it morphs like it's a slow fade into the lake, into the shot of little girl Rennie in a boat with her uncle. Or out in the middle of this, it's Crystal Lake, but the lake is huge in this shot. Uh, so they're out in the lake and they're like hanging out. And again, this has to be the 70s sometime. Uh, oh, power flickered again. Um, and uh, it, Charles is like, you know, young lady, you've been coming up here every year and you still don't know how to swim. I think it's time you had your first lesson. You don't want to drown like that Voorhees boy. You know, he's still at the bottom of this lake. He is not. Oh, he is. And then Charles is like, you know, uh, I think it's time we found out if you can swim. Like he pushes this little girl out of the boat into the lake. And she's sitting there like not not sinking. She is kind of swimming. She's kicking her feet like the actress is. But she's like freaking out because she can't swim. It's like, you better swim, Rennie. Swim before Jason pulls you down. And this little girl knows nothing about swimming. Doesn't know you're supposed to like move your arms up and down, kick your feet. Like doesn't know the motion, doesn't know anything that you're supposed to do. And he's just like, swim, Rennie, swim, swim. And then she goes under the water and we see baby Jason pulling her down. And she like freaks out and it cuts That's back. It. Yeah. Cuts back to, to all right. Yeah. It cuts back to the present time. And Rennie's like sitting there. Jason's still laid out. And Rennie's like, you pushed me into the lake. Jay, I was drowning. He's like, I, I pulled you out. I saved your life. <laughs> Dude, you <laughs> caused it first. <laughs> that doesn't count. Yeah. And then it, she, this is so weird. This moment comes up now. Yeah. Like right after she just saw her teacher who like cared about her. And is clearly like, I don't know, a bit of a role model in her life. Yeah. It's like. 
you know what? Maybe I guess that's what gave her the courage because she, maybe the, her teacher was telling her that she should always just, uh, you know, d- tell her uncle that he's a piece of shit and, and yeah. communicate that, like how her feelings. <laughs> and he's like, so I guess she's like, you know what? Now I'll do it. Now that she's dead. Got now, it. That I, now that I killed her, yeah. <laughs> you know, Rob Heaton. Great writing. <laughs> deep, deep, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, stay away from me. And like she runs off and then Sean's like, just stay away from her. All right. He has to have a yeah. He's a like about pe- to cry. Just stay away, away from, from her. her. He has <laughs> a period at the end of every word. Just stay away from her. <laughs> Doing like William Shatner. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so they run off. Jason wakes up, and it's time for Charles to die because Jason wakes up, and Charles is like, "No, it's not you. It's not possible." Gets up, runs into a building, runs into a building. Looking back, seeing Jason, runs into the building, comes flying out of a window on the top floor. To the ground. Jason looks out. Charles starting up. Jason's already back on the ground next to him. So it's like more teleporting. We don't even we don't see anything inside that building. No. Just the window. Like no Charles interior shots at all. He runs in, we pan up or tilt up, and then he flies out the window. <laughs> yep. And then uh Jason picks him up and drowns him in the barrel we saw from the opening montage with the dead rat in it. Yeah, this random toxic sludge. <laughs> yeah, it's God knows what's in it. Uh, I don't. I don't. What the fuck? <laughs> and it's green. And so yeah, he drowns Charles in that. Uh, Sean catches up to Rennie. They have their little lovey dovey moment. They kiss, and then Jason kicks a bunch of boxes, and the chase is on. And uh, they go. Is this where they go to the diner? Well, they start no, by no, going the to the, late. the subway. Right. They go They go down the subway and uh, they get on the subway and they're running. Jason is on the subway somehow. Got on it. Uh, they see. Uh, they see. They see Jason. They get up. Uh, they get up and run away. Jason comes in. Ignores everybody else on this train. He is solely focused on killing Sean and Rennie. Uh, they run. He does shoulder check one chick into the into a seat, and uh, he then he uh, they hit the brake on him. Like they hit the emergency brake. Jason goes flying back. He gets up. They've run out the back door. Uh, Jason again comes out, arms just a swinging because it's Ken. <sighs> Fucking so bad. <laughs> it's such like it's, it's so, so bad. bad. Yeah, he is. He's totally casual. Walks down, yeah. swinging his arms, all lackadaisical. Like, okay, let's get this up. <laughs> it's just a sign that he didn't care. Like, Dude, it's just a sign he God. didn't give a shit. Like, I, I want to like Ken because he's just the nicest guy. It, it seems, but like him saying that he could have replicated Kane's movements if he needed to. But bullshit. Because you had to in this movie, and you blew it. You yeah, blew you really it, really fucking blew it. You have three shots that are you are seen very clearly in, other than like his actual stunt being hit by the car. That you have to be, you have to be Kane. One was in the trailer, um, in the New York City teaser trailer, where you have the jazz hands, disgraceful. You have the shot of you look through the windshield of the police car, where you're standing there slouched like fucking hunchback of Notre Dame, and you look depressed as Jason. You fucking blew it. And then you had this shot. You're walking out of the subway train and you're swinging your arms like you're dancing in a fucking prairie field. 
and you blow it. You blow it. He sucks. I hate him. Great yeah. guy, though. <laughs> Great guy. <laughs> but in this movie, no. Um, and then, so they think it's over. They climb up out of the subway, and hey, we're in New York. Finally. Actually, New York. Like, you get to see Times Square. Uh, they're in Times Square. They come out. They take a look around. The camera pans around. You see a shit ton of product placement. And yep. um, eventually, you know, they're walking off. And um, Rennie turns around and she sees Jason standing there. And no one reacts to him. Like, I get that's New York, but. Dude, I, I hate that even <laughs> in like the subway when he's walking through, nobody stands up to defend Rennie. Yeah, no one does anything. Nobody yeah, reacts. Yeah, like if you saw somebody, as long as you ain't holding a gun, I, I, I would step in his way. Guarantee it, dude. You see a woman who is in danger, begging for help. Yeah, I, you bet your ass I'd stand up and get in the way. Yeah. So like, would huh. the average human being. Like they would do something. Like the, that subway could have came. You remember like Spider-Man 2 where they all are like, you yeah. want to get to Spider-Man, you got to get through me. That's what would have happened there. Yeah. Because people aren't shitty, even in New York. Yeah, like stupid. Um, so, so yeah, they Randy sees Jason. Uh, I do like that when Jason comes up out of the subway tunnel and is looking, even he has to stop and look around to Times Square. It's like, oh wow, He's like, whoa! <laughs> I've been missing out. I've been at the stupid camp. <laughs> what the fuck have I done with my life? <laughs> um. So Rennie sees him. Sean sees him. They start running. Rennie's like grabs this guy. Help us! Help us! Sean's like, no, we gotta run. They run off. They Dude, run past where. If you just like look at all the ads, I there's so many. There's a lot. Like, yeah, you're like okay, you have a lot of stuff that you don't even really see all that much anymore. Like Sabaro is there. You get the McDonald's. You get JVC, Burger King, Panasonic, Fosters, uh, Kodak. Uh, Suntory whiskey, yeah, Diet Coke, Fuck yeah. Diet Coke, the Batman sign. There's there's so much. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Olympus. There's a Burger King. Yeah, <laughs> Burger, a King, Burger King there. Canon. There so much stuff in Times Square, <laughs> and most of the shit that you would never even see in Times Square anymore. So, no, sad. Yeah. Um. So they they run by the the punks that are hanging out listening to their their stereo that we saw in the montage they run by it they're listening to rap music jason comes by and he kicks the the stereo destroying it and he he's like walking by the the punk stereo. you're dead meat slime ball and jason <laughs> turns around and he like lifts up his mask and they see his face like it's cool man it's cool it's cool and they run off jason puts his mask back down turns around and <laughs> keeps going after them Dude, the weapons that they have to me are hilarious. They're like switchblades or butterfly knives. Like they? the switchblades, one thing that's fine, totally normal. Okay, but then one dude reaches behind the guy and pulls out a chain that just has a grip on it, <laughs> like just a random black normal chain. And then the other guy pulls out what looks to me like a bike chain. He's mm. like holding a fucking like motorbike chain. Yeah. Why? You guys couldn't find anything more effective for your gang <laughs> than fucking chains with black tape wrapped around them for grip? Yeah. So stupid. Easy <laughs> punks. They're the chain gang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. They're the literal definition of chain gang right there. Yeah. Um. So they, they continue running. Then they get to the diner. 
Yeah. Um, and, which, by the way, the cut two of the diner is like this plate of like eggs and stuff. Yeah. And this wait waitress puts a cigarette out in the eggs. I don't know why, but that grosses me out so much. It does. Like, and there's ugh. a lot of food left on that plate. You could have given that to somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah that's oh, gross. God. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever drank a beer that uh, accidentally have drank a beer that has cigarette ashes in it. Oh, no, I'm not a complete loser. Dude, <laughs> I did. that. I did that once. Didn't know that was in there. I'll tell you this now. That is the most disgusting thing ever, and you automatically puke. Automatically. Oh, oh yeah. I want to puke just thinking about you doing that. <laughs> it's, oh, my God. It's fucking nasty. Um, so, anyway, they run up to the waitress who has a phone right there, and uh, they're like, help, a maniac's trying to kill us. She's like, welcome to New York. Yeah, it's, come on. <laughs> it's like, come on. Stop. Like, they're human beings. Like, I, yes, I know this is New York City, and they see a lot of shit, but come on <laughs> like, she would be yeah. like when she tells him like uh can we call the police there's a payphone out back okay but it's broke bitch you got a yeah. phone right there <laughs> why can't i use yeah. that one and jason comes plowing through the wall and everybody screams and a dude gets up but he's thrown out of the way by the cook who's played by ken kersinger yeah those swinging arms look familiar <laughs> yeah when, literally though when he's behind the counter and he's walking towards kane he's swinging his arms the exact same way he was as jason yep yeah it's by like, the way yeah. though behemoth of a man oh yeah i mean big ken dude is so big like yeah man he's like six foot seven like 290 just yep. i was like oh shit yeah that cook might do something nope <laughs> <laughs> no he puts his finger in jason's face jason grabs him and throws him into a mirror and destroys it and that's last we see of ken yeah thank god no offense yeah. ken <laughs> um i remember finding that out that he was in part eight and that he gets killed in a scene by jason and back when I was like really like mad that Kane wasn't Jason and I didn't like Ken's performance at all. I love that scene. <laughs> I love watching Kane. I was watching Ken die. Yeah. By <laughs> Kane. Um, yeah. Karma, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and everybody screams. The waitress like hides, but she's like watching Jason. Jason just walks by everybody. He yeah, he just, I don't anyone. get this. Just doesn't seem right. Like what's so personal. Like, I think an opportunity that could have happened here is like the fire scene or the, uh, yeah, whatever, the mob scene, you know, in Freddy versus Jason, the yeah. the party. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Take that scene of him just killing random people and apply it to part eight. Like, that's probably what should have happened. He should have just been killing. To oh, kill. yeah. He, he should have wrecked everybody. He only kills four New Yorkers in the movie. Yeah. Him having a personal vendetta. It's just so weird. Yeah. Like the, the deckhand says something on the boat. Like you're the last ones. Last ones. What? Yeah, it's not Freddy Krueger. He ain't killing the kids of. Elm yeah. He's, yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> like people show up in his camp. He kills them. That's his, that's his uh shtick. That's what yeah, he does. That's it. Like but, if he would have, it'd have been made more sense. I don't know, man. Maybe like they finally got his body and like the DC I don't know, like some people were like the CIA wanted to do the autopsy on his body. Yeah, and, he, and that got him to a major city. Like, and he that breaks would make out more sense to me. And yeah. starts yeah, that's He's just trying to get home. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. he's supernaturally linked to Chris Lake so he knows where it is. So he's just plowing through New York to try and get there. Yeah, take Halloween kills, apply it to Jason, which works in a Friday the thirteenth movie. Yeah. Way more than it works in a <laughs> Halloween movie. Yes. So yeah, had that happen, I wouldn't be as pissed off. Yeah, see, look at that. We just fixed part eight. 
<laughs> Fuck. You can't really fix it, but yeah. That's better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slightly. Um, so Sean and uh, Rennie, they run to the back. They The phone, they run, they get through the gate. They kick open the outside gate. They see that they're in a dead-end alley in Vancouver now. Uh, so they go to run back. Jason's there. So they decide the sewer, the Ninja Turtles will save us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they, they go down in the sewer and they're running through the sewers. Jason is, of course, chasing them. Uh, they're running, running, running. They find a sewer worker down there. And they're like, hey, can you help us get out of here? He's like, yeah, we don't have a moment to spare, though. They're like, what do you mean? Toxic waste, son. The sewers flood out with the stuff every night at midnight. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so you're telling me that. I don't think that happened. <laughs> you're telling me that the city of New York floods their sewers every night with toxic waste out into the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. I, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, that's such. There are multiple, multiple reasons why that's fucking stupid. Like I mean, one, uh... that's a huge environmental like disaster. <laughs> that's like the you know, impacts of that environmentally are just like ridiculous. The other one, if you're flooding your sewers every night in toxic ways, wouldn't that do major damage to your sewers infrastructure? Like you would think every night. And where I get, where is this toxic waste coming from in New York City every night? Yeah, I'm like trying to look up if that was a thing at all. There's no I, way. I've seen it. No. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, it's a 13 fandom. I was, dude, I literally read <laughs> every day at midnight the sewer floods is toxic waste. I'm like, oh, it's real. And then it was part of the Friday the 13th wiki. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Oof. oh. All right, disregard. Yeah. Yeah. But Jesus. Ever, yeah, okay. So they they want you to buy into that, which is way fucking harder to buy into than this undead zombie killer or how he made it to New York without a boat. But whatever. Um, yeah. So they're going along with this guy, but Jason finds them, kill, knocks Sean out, grabs the sewer worker, kills him. Uh, he's about to kill Sean, but Rennie shines a flashlight in his face, which is like shiny keys to jason it's like distracts him she's like you didn't get me in the lake and you're not going to get me now so jason's like oh challenge so he chases after her rennie runs she hides in this little she's going down this hallway and she hides in this little opening uh and she finds a barrel of i guess toxic waste which is just (laughs) sitting there for some weird fucking reason um and she like bangs it with the flashlight that she has uh, she opens it. Jason finds her, steps on the corner. Rennie throws uh, the toxic waste onto Jason, which causes Jason to rip off his hockey mask and scream. He goes, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, Jack o' Lantern Jason is revealed. And oh my God, it is for me by far the worst face in the entire franchise for Jason. Yeah. Like, it is uh it has grown on me for nostalgic reasons but it is fucking terrible like like versus is bad versus is really fucking bad but this is worse 
Yeah. <laughs> versus versus wins the overall shitty look contest. Yeah. Uh, but this is the worst under mask for oh, sure. It's so bad. Like his eye is like just leaking out of his his eye socket. It's like, well, how is he seeing then? And yeah, yeah he looks like a jack o' lantern. And he's like, yeah. and he's why is he screaming? <laughs> like he's like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh my, why? Like. <laughs> And he's like melting and he's drunk. He's permanently drunk now. He can't walk straight. Um, yeah. He's completely out of it. He's like staggering up against the walls. You, you, you got to think Kane was like, this is retarded. <laughs> oh, Kane had to know. So. He had to know what he was doing. He's like, dude, we, I'm surprised he didn't like push more on Rob Heaton. Be like, oh, this is terrible. <laughs> this is fucking dumb. Why are you having yeah. Jason scream? And why are you having him walk drunk for the rest of the time that he's on screen should have had ken do it ken would have nailed that walk <laughs> he would have arm swinging <laughs> trunk, yeah, he's, like, he's like fucking leather face dancing <laughs> <laughs> did the walls doing a little spin <laughs> crabs the railings just, just doing a whole dance oh my god yeah and like rennie runs back she gets sean she wakes him up they run to a ladder you see jason staggering his way drunkenly up the hallway and they climb up a ladder and there's a grate they can't get. Jason gets to them. He's like grabbing at them. But then we hear a rumble. They look. Jason looks. He's like, what is that? And here comes the toxic waste that they flood out through the sewers every night. And Jason, we hear, he goes, mommy, mommy, don't let me drown. And puking up the water, which Kane can do. Apparently he can puke on command. Yeah, he can. And, Fucking uh, <laughs> and, uh, so he does that. So Jason starts puking up water, some fucking reason, and the toxic waste hits him, takes him down. Uh, he he does come up out of the water, but his his skull is like caved in on itself. Yeah, it's like all of his skin and shit's like peeling off. It's weird. Yeah, and it, and yeah, like it caved in. So his forehead is like laying in where his eyes should be. Like it's just crumbling. And he again roars. He's like, Rawr! and then he dies. And so the toxic waste floods out, and uh, which looks very clear and like water. I figured toxic waste would look different, but whatever. They look down. Rennie looks down. Sean looks down. They see a little boy, a little boy in shorts laying there dead. And Rennie sees it. Sean's looking like he sees it, but I don't understand why he would see it. But yeah, baby Jason is laying there. The big mongoloid dead, undead zombie monster is gone. And baby Jason is just laying there. <sighs> Thoughts? What a choice. Dude, Sean <laughs> definitely sees it, by the way. I mean, he, he they have a close-up of his face reacting to it. Yeah, just like the dog. Yeah. Earlier. So... <sighs> Okay. <laughs> By the way, and then Jason like looks totally normal. Has yeah, full grown head of hair. Doesn't look has no at makeup all. on. Yeah, no deformity whatsoever. So it's like, mm, uh, okay. It's I like, guess he the... washed away his disease too. Sick. Like, yeah, like him being deformed wasn't because he was like evil or that he was born with a condition. Dude, yeah, he's not even evil, man. He watched his mom die. Yeah, and his you know not very developed brain assumed anybody who was a counselor at Camp Crystal Lake or comes to this camp was, was somebody who, yeah, hurt him and hurt his mom. Yeah. So he kills them, and he just happens to become a behemoth of a man as well. But uh, Yeah, you know. But 
Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I literally don't know how to explain it. Like, because it makes no sense. It's, it's, especially if Sean is seeing it. And it's like, why is he a little boy? And like, he's yeah. the way he's moving, he's interacting with the environment. Like the water is moving through his hand. So it's like, he's actually there. Yeah. So like it, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain it any other way than, than Rennie seeing it. Only she's seeing it, but it looks pretty, look pretty clear. Sean sees it too. Maybe it's like she, because she destroyed Jason here. She feels like she freed the boy in the monster. Like yeah. I guess, I, yeah, I guess Sean could be looking at Jason's actual body and Rennie is just seeing the child. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. But it doesn't come off that way when you're watching it. Um, right. And we see the hockey mask is now all burnt and, you know, melted. And it's like floating in the, the toxic yeah. waste on Pretty its way cool. back to. Yeah, I need. I want a toxic shock one. Anyway, it's, it'll float back to Crystal Lake. It's fine. And uh, yeah. And so then the next is we see. Sean and Rennie are walking along and Sean has the necklace. He puts it back on her and he's like, Hey, you know, there's a statue here. It's 22 stories tall and all that. It's, yes. Go, go hike the statue of Liberty. Cause that's, what's important. Not, yeah, you make know, sure you don't change your clothes. Yeah. Not trying to, you know, get back home or let everyone know you're alive. You have no money and you're in New York city. Yeah. You ain't it hiking no statue. Super nonchalant. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. like, ah, yes, my uncle just died. All of our friends are dead. That teacher that was my only role model in life is now dead because of the choices that I made. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, you know what? We did it. Yeah, we did we, it. We did it. Good, I was traumatized my entire life because I almost drowned one time, but I, I was totally fine. But now that I have taken on this monster and had the craziest moment of my life that should traumatize any normal human being, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. good. I'm good. You I'm know what? Yeah, yes. <laughs> this was the therapy I needed. And I want to thank you, Jason. <laughs> And uh, so then we get a shot of something creeping up on them, and it's Toby. Yeah, the dog. Toby's totally fine. Uh, the dog is them. fine. Yeah, and um, all that matters. And then they walk off, and that's Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. Yeah, one last long, like the whole credits here are basically just looking at Times Square, and Sabaro <laughs> gets like a, you know, 10 minute ad. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, it's like we got to show him some more New York. Yeah, I go to Sabaro after this. I'm so hyped up. Mm, can't wait after that it's not like i don't think anything else in that shot is relevant anymore there's sabaro then there's leo lindy lindy's which is a breakfast place i don't know if they're around in times square anymore doubt it mm. uh then it's like a minota a minolta ad cameras copiers and video minolta <laughs> they're probably not around i highly doubt it yeah <laughs> uh, uh, that's it man that's, that's all the ads yep boy this movie's rough it is so bad. Like I, <laughs> I, I love this movie. Okay, like the F thirteen fanboy in me, I would happily sit down and watch it any day of the week. Okay? Oh yeah, same, um, same. Yeah, I can have plenty of fun with it. I respect it for what it is. But if you want to look at it as a movie, uh, it's fucking terrible. Like it is <laughs> so bad. So bad. It, it doesn't make any sense. It takes an already broken timeline and breaks it just a little bit more. It has this most inconsistent baby J look ever. It changes every fucking time we see him. It which, has it has no reason for things that happen, like Jason getting to New York from the Lazarus out in the ocean. Yeah, no real story that is actually like interesting. Like the whole Rennie being drowned by her uncle and whatever, stupid. 
and it comes out of nowhere when she just randomly kills her teacher and is like, wow, look at this puddle. I remember I saw water once. (laughs) (laughs) This this looks like that lake I was on when I was a child. Uh, Yes. Now I will totally ignore the fact that I just got somebody killed and I will confront my uncle. There's a lot of shit like that. The most interesting story to me in the entire movie is Sean staring at the making out couple. I want to go into more detail on that. (laughs) I want to go into that too. Yeah. I want to know if, if Sean actually got that girl, that necklace now, I think it was, I think it was meant for her. I think, yeah, I think so. And he saw Rennie was here. He's like, Oh shit, Rennie, I didn't know you were going to be here. Here's a gift I had prepared. Yeah. Sloppy (laughs) seconds. Got it. Uh, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Rennie's nothing more than a rebound. I get it. Yeah. And yeah, there's, the the writing is just not good because again yeah they do things that don't make sense like yeah why did he have that necklace ready for her if she he thought she wasn't coming how did jason get to new york why did jason drive a boat to the ship why didn't jason kill her in that night at the camp he, yeah it all like from the very the entire setup of the movie doesn't make sense no so nothing flawed. else in it makes sense <laughs> <laughs> yeah <sighs> Uh, before we wrap this up, one more thing. I'll, I want you to pr- pronounce this for me. I'm going to spell you out this dialogue editor's, editor's last name for Chase Takes Manhattan. Uh, I want you to pronounce it for me. It is spelled A-R-R-U-F-A-T. Pronounce that for me. Uh, A-R-R-U-F-A-T. Ever... It's it, literally his last name is Are You Fat? <laughs> <laughs> Are you fat? Hey, John. All right, what's his first name? Dude, so everyone in the dialogue editor's portion, I don't know why I just got confused on this. Like I just I was like, Are you fat? What the fuck kind of last <laughs> name is that? Um fuck you, like, movie. <laughs> this is all of their names. J H Are You Fat, D L Warner, and B L Stambler. They all have initial first names. Weird. Do I need to be do I need to be RJ Lorden in order to be a dialogue editor? Maybe. G H are you fat? G H are you fat? <laughs> I, Dude, like I honestly I don't even know how you would pronounce it. Are you fat? That's what it looks like. Are a fat. Are fat. Are you fat is someone I would Mr. Are you fat? Mr. Are you fat? Are you fat? Could you imagine that like a wedding and I now pronounce you Mr. and Mrs. Are you fat? <laughs> are you fat? Oh, oh Mr. God. and Mrs. Are you fat? Table for one. <laughs> oh, I can't fucking stop laughing. Now. And the cop oh. comes up, looks at his, like gets pulled over. The cop looks at his ID. Stir, are you fat? Oh, <laughs> wait, no, I didn't mean. I mean, are you fat? I mean, that's your name. Oh God, I don't mean to shit on this dude, but that is so funny. Mister, that's are a you great fat? last name. <laughs> Sir, are you fat? Dude, he's worked on so much. I just looked him up. He worked on like, uh, well, I guess not that much, but Double Jeopardy. He was a dialogue editor on Double Jeopardy, Mission Impossible Two, Bless the Child, Josie and the Pussycats, The Black Knight, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, Mr. Are You Fat has been around. <laughs> I hope he's not actually fat. <laughs> yeah, I hope he's like super skinny. Yeah. Oh, uh, you imagine you go to school and you're a kid and you write your name on the board. <laughs> are you fat? Mr. Mr. Are you fat? No, I'm not, but thanks for asking. <laughs> Sorry, are you fat? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I'm so glad I saw that. I think he's dead though, so my bad. Oh, 
So he's not fat. Actually, oh, John H. Are you fat? Well, <laughs> this is more important than the entire movie. I'm trying to. He worked on Anaconda, Beauty and the Beast. I stole it last summer. Oh, oh my shit. god, this guy's a here. Titanic. Oh my god, this guy's. This guy's a real deal. <laughs> Got some credits. I don't think he has an Imdaba, which is very disappointing. J H. Are you fat? <laughs> <laughs> his fucking parents really? oh i found him sound apartment titanic he was born in 1946 Ooh, he's pretty so old if he is still kicking he's an old kicking yep hasn't worked <laughs> since 2001 uh, couldn't take it anymore <laughs> oh my god he's worked on a lot though dude wow he's got 62 credits in sound department alone wow the blob they live Bill and Ted's Actual Adventure, See No Evil, Hear No Evil, Friday the 13th Part 8, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Beauty and the Beast, Grand Canyon. Look at all these credits. Titanic. <laughs> I Still Know It Last Summer. Wow. But this, but for I Still Know, he was not J.H. Are You Fat? He was just John Are You Fat? <laughs> John Are You Fat? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. His last movie, Josie and the Pussycats. Mm. What a great way to end his career. <laughs> yeah. Well. well, all right. That's that's the episode of the Rabbit and Red podcast. A long dive into Friday the 13th, part eight. Um, <laughs> more theories and breakdowns than you probably ever wanted to hear in your life. But I hope at least you got one laugh. And hopefully it was Mr. Are You Fat? Yeah. <laughs> at the very least, you can get a good kick out of Mr. Are You Fat? Mr. Are You Fat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, look, somebody calls for him. <laughs> Mr. Are you fat? I'm looking for Mr. Are you Would fat? you call me? Well, that's yeah. fucking rude. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking rude. Why are you asking me he's fat? No, it's his name. Are you fat? Oh, my God. <laughs> is, is Jim, <sighs> are you fat there? <laughs> or John, are you fat? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Uh. Okay. All right. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Rabbit and Red Pod. Um, make sure you get notifications for everything else, polls, things like that. And drop a review uh, wherever you're listening, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcast, whatever. Do it a ting, helps us out. And that's that's it. You got anything else? Uh, nope. Yeah. Rate, review, follow, all that good stuff. All right, well, uh, I guess then until next week, uh, remember that everyone's entitled to one good podcast. Don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creating. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. Look what you did to him. Death has come to your little town, Sheriff.